This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Beckinsale. Several years ago, we found a crystal ball that allowed us to look into the future. Do we use this power to look up lottery numbers or anything helpful? No. Instead, we tell you which celebrities will break up and who will be the world's sexiest man alive. Join us as we glance into the future today on Bacon Sale. Ooh. We really should polish this thing so we can actually see in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? Would, it's got a, well, we, because do, we don't have soft water in the Baking Cave. It's got a lot of hard water stains. It's got dropped. There's a couple cracks. Here's what makes me mad is that Joel's the one that can see into it the clearest. And I uh, hate it. Apparently. Mm. Hey, listener, welcome to Bacon Cell. I'm Joel. I'm Kent. And I'm Zach. We'd like to thank you for listening to our last show, our best and worst movies of 2023-ish. Thank thank you to Valerie Ilgoth, who said, my husband and I watched Last Night in Soho a few weeks ago, and I can't stop thinking about it. It's so good. It is. I had it on my list ever since Joel mentioned it around Halloween. Thanks for the recommendation. Because it's like, it's like got got the scares, but it's like not... I wouldn't call it a horror movie. It's not a horror movie. movie. It's a suspenseful thriller yeah. well, it's, it's kind a, of a movie. It's a good movie. Good vibe. And, we, and she heard about it on the, the Pagan Bits that we do for patrons. Edgar Wright. Yeah. He still so movies. good. Make another movie, please. Please. Play. It's been he a minute. Will. That's yeah. the last one, right? He will. Yeah. Jeez. Unless he's in our Deadpool. Uh, oh. Joel, yes. congratulations. You've had a, you had lots and lots of praise about your intro. People loved it. Yeah. Woo. Shane Hyatt said, love the parody. 10 out of 10. Welcome back. Joel, also... Some people were not so thrilled about the yeah. intro. <laughs> Steve Hansen said, Joel, no more Britney Spears. It's just weird. Oh, baby, baby. So, you know, mixed reviews, but we'll t- just generally take it as positive. Yeah, that's Bacon Cell. Bacon Cell. That's Britney Spears, too. So, I mean, yeah. Is yeah. that good or bad? That was good Britney Spears. Yeah. Yeah. Can we agree? And Joel then, did shave his head, though, which is weird. Yeah. yeah. New season. He new had head. To, he, it was about control at that point. And then uh, I need to issue a formal point of order correction pointed out by Sam Ma. Who said shame on Kenny 3DD for Uh-oh. saying batting record in this week's bacon sale? Maybe more shame on Tumbling Mustard. That's Uh-oh. me for not correcting him. It's batting average, Kent. And uh, I would so just I'm like the to clear say, here, right? Yeah, you're fine. Okay. Yeah, I'd like to say yes. I should have corrected you, but it has also been established and pointed out by this same person, Sam Ma, that I don't listen on bacon sale. <laughs> I don't pay attention. <laughs> I've been caught for so batting record times. can still stand, right? It's it's incorrect terminology. We'll a batting see. record is like you hit the most home runs, or you know you you had the most singles. Uh, I feel good about this. Right? Mm-hmm. We're not going to get it right. Whatever. We're talking more sports today too. We are. I know. Must I guess that? Wait. Uh, oh dang it! I messed it up. What we're talking about today, uh, but we are talking about that specific point today. What are we talking about today, Zach? We're looking in a crystal ball that's cracked and, and foggy into the future Ooh, to predict yes. what 2024 will bring. Yes. So I mean, our first episode of the year is looking back. This episode is looking forward, and we have a series of categories we'll be going through today and making predictions for the upcoming year. I, I want to put up just a little plug out there. Wait, for your own brain? What no, are you no, no. talking about? Go back and listen to... like the, the prediction episodes, sometimes they're they're dated pretty quickly. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, it is highly entertaining to go back and listen to these. And they're usually the second episode mm-hmm. of each Bacon Cell season. Go back and listen to the predictions we made now that you know what happened. Yeah, sure. A lot more entertaining. Uh-huh. I, I threw it out there as well. I think this might be the most pop culture show of every year. Yes. It's the one where we get into like celebrity gossip. This is yeah, our tabloid our, episode. It, yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, so shall we just jump into it? Let's then? do it. And Zach, you are playing. I'm playing. Perfect. We're going to go through as well and just give a little shout out to what we said last year. We were probably wrong unless you're Joel. A little follow up. Joel, let's start with celebrity comeback. So last year for my celebrity comeback, I said Haley Joel Osment was going to have a comeback. Yeah, he didn't. He had a few projects in 2023, including okay. uh, voice work in Young Jedi Adventures and Lego Marvel Adventures, colon, code, code red. 
Does that count? No, it doesn't count. No, no. Uh, but I, d- I don't think he had the comeback that I was hoping for, right. which was a, a joint effort between M. Night Shyamalan Third-hand and James What? Not second-hand lions. The second-hand third lions. Third-hand lions? Yeah. So you got to do it before Michael Caine passes away. No, but... The uh, seventh sense? This year, looking forward to the year 2024, I think the year... This is the year for Jonathan Taylor Thomas. You guys remember Jonathan Taylor Thomas? I really considered this as well. Have you seen him, though? He looks like a typical 40-year-old man. Yeah. He, that's he, not... No, he can pull a Josh Hartnett. I bet you he can. But and Josh Hartnett was actually in things. He is. But I'm saying Jonathan Taylor Thomas could do that same. So let me get this. Okay. So, you know, if you don't know, after uh, he, he's been in a bunch of stuff. But after being a superstar child actor uh, in such works as Home Improvement and The Lion King, and he was a teen heartthrob back in the 90s, JTT, as they call him, uh, needed some time away from the spotlight. And now that he's in his 40s, John Tatum, which is what they call him sometimes too, uh, is returning to television once again for a gritty, dark reboot of the 80s police drama T.J. Hooker, where he's partnered with a brash, hot-headed partner played by Justin Timberlake. The series will be distributed by Jewelry Television as they try to break into the steaming market with original content. In 2024, you can look forward to JTT playing T.J. Hooker with JT on JTV.com, sponsored by T.J. Maxx. My. Gosh, I'm tired. I for, I, <laughs> it's only the first category. I forgot that he does this. I did too. I was like, oh yeah, Dole's gonna oh, make a whole pitch. Judge Doctor Ed. Judge Doctor Ed. <laughs> That's your callback. Yeah, it's always I'll, the one. I'll never forget that, Joel. That for is Doctor Ed. Yeah, that was the biggest stress. It's like season three. <laughs> I'll was a long never time ago. forget it. Yeah, yeah. But wow. John Taylor Thomas, look forward to that. Even Justin Timberlake, he needs to come back too. He does. Oh, jeez. Okay, so last year... He's bringing Justin back. Oh, my gosh. I can't. So last year I said Lindsay Lohan. I was kind of right. I mean, she's not like back as a star, but she's in a couple of projects. She's definitely Uh, not not back. But kind of back. She was in a couple... If um, if Haley Joseman isn't back, Lindsay Lohan... She was in some holiday movies. Yeah, she did the holiday stuff. And she's seen as being like nicer. She's out and about. She's at the Mean Girls uh, premiere and everything. So people want to see her in more things. And I think the the public has kind of swayed her way. Anyway, so this year, I actually wanted to say, I have a person, but I want to say Scott. I think Scott's going to make a comeback. Scott? That's not a celebrity. I know. But so I'm going to move. Hold on. This is a sweeping statement that Scott has ever died. The 12 people that liked it in the 90s still like it today. Okay. Yeah. I mean, me. Yeah, right I get it. We like all played Scott. Tony Hawk Pro Skater one. But yeah, No Doubt's coming to Coachella. And I don't say that No Doubt is Scott, but I feel like they'll signal. They used to be Scott. Scott adjacent. Yeah, Scott adjacent. They'll signal to everyone that Scott could come back. Anyways, my pick is Channing Tatum. And you may say Channing Tatum is a star. Yeah, no, he definitely right? fell off. But he's just been like a cameo guy. He'll show up in like Bullet Train as a cameo. Um, he was in that Lost City with Sandra Bullock. And so everyone's like, oh, he's been in things. But has he? Do we really think he Not has? Not to the level that he was. I think starting with Deadpool 3, and he is friends with Ryan Reynolds, he is going to get finally his moment, because remember, he was for about five years rumored to be in a Gambit movie yeah. as Gambit from the X-Men. And so because Ryan Reynolds will not quit, and he'll throw every reference that we have available into Deadpool 3, we're going to see him in a scene as Gambit. And it's going to steal the entire movie. Keep in mind, this is your prediction. This isn't anything you've seen leaked. Yeah, this is not leaked. And then when that hits, I think like James Gunn will try to hire him for the DCU, but he'll get advice and he'll follow Nicolas Cage's career and do an A24 movie. I think this will kind of work for Channing Tatum. And then he'll be in an anime flesh and blood adaptation. Once again, (laughs) this isn't like in his uh, filmography right now. I'm just kind of thinking this will be the case. And then he'll also be like, I'm not a great actor. 
But you know, he's not. You know who else isn't a great actor and is like a megastar is Keanu Reeves. And so he's like, I need a I need a John Wick type action movie. And I think if Channing Tatum finds that, and it can be comedic because he's a very funny guy. But no, the thing about John Wick, why it works is because Keanu Reeves is not the bulky, muscular type guy, which is why it's almost playing well, against type. And, Channing Tatum looks but like in a Channing hitman. Tatum in an A24 movie, I think that will be, against, be type. That's against type. I don't think you went away, but all right, Kent. He's gone. He's gone. Nobody cares. I care. <laughs> Last year, I said that Matthew Broderick deserved a comeback. Yeah, mm. I didn't see and, that. And, well, I mean... He, he was, was allowed to leave his house. He was in a Netflix <laughs> series called Painkiller. Oh, and I also saw him in No Hard Feelings. He was in no, Jennifer Lawrence. He was in No Hard Feelings with Jennifer Lawrence. And He's he not was good. in two episodes of Only Murders in the Building. But I think everyone has been in a couple yeah, episodes I was, of Only Actually, I think I was. Oh. Yeah. And you hate the show. I don't really like it. Yeah. No. But he was in two episodes of Only Murders in the Building. Joel, they'll call you soon. Okay. I don't think he came back, but mm-hmm. he's gotten his work. work. Yeah. And he, he did get his first work in a few years. Obviously, pandemic and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he did not necessarily come back, but... It wasn't the worst call. He did get the most work that he's had in years in 2023. So not a terrible call on my part. But in 2024... You're just going to pat your own back. Go I'm ahead. I'm just going to say, 2024, this is a little bit of a weird one. Can maybe adjacent to your pick. I I think he's been through enough. He's gone through the public ringer. And it's time for a mega comeback from Mr. Johnny Depp. I could see that because it's he's time now exonerated. For him a, to have a non-Tim Burton related big... not Like not... Uh, not Pirates, not <gasps> big if, action franchise, not Harry Potter. What if he were like uh, the Invisible Man in like a universe that's dark? <laughs> no, what no, if? no universe, no franchise, none of that garbage. Like actual real movies starring Johnny Depp. He's not a bit player. He's, Johnny Depp could do an A24 movie. He would have to do an A24 movie. Oh, I would movie. love him in an A24 because movie. Because it would have to be a studio that doesn't care the kind of flack that his movies would get. Sure. Because it will get a lot of controversy, regardless. Sure. And A24 would love it. But I think I'm talking that like I work for them, which I do, by the way. There is um, there is enough of a positive public perception of him that, that he'll be fine. Yes, yeah. so there's negative too, but it's he's got Snyder-esque levels of fans that are going to come out for him. Now, Kent, what is the celebrity breakup that we're going to see this year? Last year, I said it was going to be Benifer. Yeah, they're still together. I feel like I said together. that the year prior. Yeah, you did. Um, so just, we've been just rooting we're just for like, that to end so I'm for years. I'm hoping that Joel will pick it this year. And you, <laughs> I should have. You yeah. should have been. You want to know why? Because he looks so sad. He does look so he sad. He looks empty. Did you see him sitting by Matt Damon? I saw him show? finally glow when he saw Matt Damon. They're best friends. He, They deserve to be together. I know. I love them. I love them. Can't, who are you them. picking this year? I think it's the year. And this is not going. This is the coldest take ever. Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. Well, I said that two years ago. Well, you kind of nailed it yeah. on that one because you're Joel. But they're still together. Are they, though? Because Jada Pinkett they're Smith. They're still together they in separate, separate cities. <laughs> yeah, she released a book where she's like, oh, we've been separated or divorced, but still. They're separated. They're not divorced. But basically, like, she's kind of treating Will like he doesn't know what's going on. And I feel like she's gaslighting the world. Mm. Am I wrong? Can I say, should I say allegedly? Like, she's one of the worst people alive today. Allegedly. It's okay, because she's not good in movies. Legally. So who cares? She's what? She's not good in movies. So who cares? Is she in movies? She she was in The Matrix. Oh. One of them. She mm-hmm. was the, you had to play her like in the. three of them. You had to play her in the video game. That was a. I'm just saying she's not in the main Matrix. She's in the Reloaded. 
And here's how it's going to go down. So after two years of confusing the public about what's really going on with their relationship, Will Smith finally is like, you know, I need to speak up about this. He releases a statement. And by the way, this isn't his comeback year, even though he thinks it will be. Hmm. Will be. Uh, He releases a statement on Instagram about coming clean to everyone. So he's honest about his mental state the past 10 years. And he asks for patience as he seeks to find his better self. So then in October of this year, he releases. Well, you're doing dates. Yeah. Wow. He releases his autobiography willpower <laughs> along with an album of the same name with heartfelt songs and DJ Jesse Vet, Jeff back. Oh yeah, absolutely. Good. And the only response from Jada is on her podcast where she says, well, we are already divorced. It doesn't matter. And so they will get divorced officially. So will can move on. There'll be plenty of new stories. People won't be ready to accept him back because it's just too soon. And it's just been too weird. I think there's a little bit of uh, clamoring of and people wanting to accept him back. They yeah. kind of feel it's like, like he's, free Will Smith. He's a little bit of a victim. Yeah, but he's not. He's, he's probably not. just as guilty. I don't know. You know? Stri- that he's just not. strikes me as odd, Kent. Go oh, on. Come on. Oh, really? Are he's you gonna? Are we gonna jump in straight to Joel? No, he said strike. Oh, <laughs> it's a joke. You would, Zach. What? What about you? Mine it was is just off the cuff. Mine is the most obvious and the most Zach choice. It's been talked about before. It's Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. I heard a rumor that they're going to get engaged this summer. That they're like promise ring going to get oh, engaged. So it's Zach, I have this exact same answer. Do you? Finger boop. Boop. Okay. Here's the thing with Travis and, and Taylor. Let's let's talk okay. about this. Let, this is, they are adorable. Guys, that was my honorable mention, by the way. Okay. They, this is a relationship that started with a friendship bracelet. And it has turned into America's sweethearts. Yeah. But once the season ends... Come on. Here's, here's my really thing. Because I, I knew this pick was low-hanging fruit. It is. And we should take this you know, offline sometimes and circle back to the subject. But <laughs> Stop it. It's just this relationship is too high profile, too fast, too high profile, too much pressure. And it's football and pop fandom like coming together, which is worlds colliding. Okay. Also, I mean, after dating Joe Jonas, Taylor Lautner, Lucas Till, John Mayer, Jake Gyllenhaal, Connor Kennedy, Harry Styles, Calvin Harris, Tom Hilston, Joel Alwyn, and Maddie Healy, do we really think she's going to settle for a podcaster? A podcaster? He has a, he, Travis has a podcast with his brother. He has a podcast? It's called New Heights. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's there was cute. actually His brother is allegedly going to retire, so the headlines are, podcaster quits his day job. How much of her new album will be songs about Travis Kelch? I do look forward to hearing her next. Kelsey. 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 I do look forward to hearing her next, her new single after she breaks up with him. My Chief's Concern. Oh my goodness. It's gonna happen. Karma is a guy on the Chiefs. All right, let's go into celebrity drama. You're just going to jump right right Celebrity drama because, oh, it's the same thing. Here's my celebrity drama. I I do want to mention though, my last year. My last year celebrity breakup. Yes, I forgot to say that. What did you say last year? I I didn't. Uh, Nicole Kidman and Keith Urban. They're still together. Yeah, they are. And I did David Beckham and Victoria Beckham. Uh, they're still together they celebrated their 24th anniversary in july documentary but but david uh, did pay tribute to victoria by getting uh, the name posh tattooed on his left hand but it was specifically on his middle finger so i'll tell you what i I would have done ginger but i watched enough of the beckham documentary if they didn't break up 10 years ago gotcha they're they're fine yeah like they they literally should have broken up so many times it was a wild card choice so so yeah now that i know more about that i feel like i'm close with with posh so zach you're gonna start us off with the celebrity drama celebrity drama celebrity drama last year last year i said that the i wasn't too far off uh was gonna be about ai generated celebrities 
That's right. It's we're going to find out after the fact. You yes. were dead on. Which George yeah. Carlin is having big controversy right yes. now because they're doing J- yeah. an AI version of him in a comedy special. Yeah. And his, well, that's, his daughter is, is very mad. Yeah. He's a big part of the strikes. Yes. Yeah. That yeah. was usage. huge with the strike. We didn't right. talk, you know, like we had the, the strike situation. That was the main sticking point outside of streaming funds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, so AI generated stuff was a big deal and will continue to be for years. But my drama is... Regarding Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Oh, no. Because what's going to happen... Is she our Pete Davidson this year? The reason, <laughs> the reason that they are going to break up is because it is going to come out in the offseason that the whole thing was a conspiracy staged by the NFL to gain... They, they got their demographic numbers and they said, we are really low in women specifically aged 16 to 35. Uh, we need to increase this demographic. Somebody has the brilliant idea going, hey, I know Taylor Swift. We're going to do this. They are paying her to be at games. I guarantee it. Mm. And I think that the relationship is manufactured by the NFL, the most powerful wow. entity. That actually, that could be real. I, I think, think it's going so to, true. They're going to break up and it's going to be like, oh, it didn't work out. And it's going to come out that this was completely manufactured for the attention and it totally worked. That's your drama. Wow. Going to happen. And, and so she's driving all the other like regular NFL fans crazy. Yeah. No, she's yeah, she's driving the old the old guard crazy. Yeah, and there's so many new fans and people like me who are like, I, I'm totally cool with it. Whatever, it's sure. fun. I don't got any problem with Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Uh, trust me, I really don't. Don't come after me. Um, yeah, Aris, take it easy. Tour is amazing. You know, it's it's trying to get new and younger audiences in mm-hmm. here because that's where the money's at. Yeah, scam. So for, yeah, so for me last year, I said the Netherlands was going to get mad at Tom Holland for creating Holland sucks shirts. Um, <laughs> So that didn't happen though. Netherlands and Tom Holland, they're still they're still sympathetical. And Holland is That's not a country, say, by the way. Uh, fine. It's in Dutch. It's sympathetical. So this year, I mean, gentlemen, listener, we have all heard about the side effects associated with red forty and yellow number five, have we not? Through junior high. Oh, yeah. through junior high. Every yeah, yeah. single day. Yeah. You know you shouldn't have that red code red. However, after extensive research. Scientists in California will discover that prolonged exposure to Maroon 5 can cause depression, watery eyes, ear irritation, nasal singing, general whininess, and diarrhea. That's true. Wait, that's the celebrity drama? Celebrity drama is Maroon 5 is going to be bad for your health in 2024. They're going to discover It's always been bad for your health. That is factual. That falsetto just hits you and it's like, ah, what is that? This love is taking lift. Ah, Where did this California tattoo come from? (laughs) Oh, no. It's only only scientists in California because it always cracks me up on labels when it's like, this is known in California to cause cancer. And I'm like, oh, just in California? No, to cause cancer and other birth defects in the state of California. Yeah, in the state of California. Just there. <laughs> Only there. Just there. Anyway, that's my celebrity drama. Kent. That's really your celebrity drama? Maroon, Maroon 5, yes. Okay, last year I had Ezra Miller shows up to the Flash premiere covered in blood because he just committed manslaughter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Which isn't too far off. I was, don't know that that's wrong. He was being hidden, though. I did get this right. I said he, was, he would be hidden throughout the year so he couldn't cause any more crimes. Yeah. And he was. No one heard from him at all. Yeah. And then the movie came out and also no one heard from him after that, oh. which is great. So this year... With Taylor Swift done with her Eras tour, she has been an avid wow. supporter of Travis. No, come on, Travis Kelch's team, the Kansas City Kelch, Chiefs. Kelsey. <laughs> Kelch and Travis she- Kelsey Mahomes. Okay, Ooh, okay, I'm gonna get mad again. Again, so 
Uh, though the chief's owner sees the money-making opportunities from this, from her coming to all the games, and he sees that it appeals to Gen Z and women everywhere, and he raises prices from $198 an average ticket to $398 per ticket. This first only affects home games until other general managers see that success and the younger crowds come in and they raise prices every time the Chiefs come to play the game. Uh. And this will there will be this big publicity stunt because they're said to be maybe getting engaged this year. And it's going to happen when the Chiefs have a home game, but they don't know which one. And so is it, they'll be talking to Travis and, and Taylor. Uh, TNT, yeah. I, I like yeah. to call them. And, JTNT. Uh, yeah, and so they're going to like promote the, a possible engagement. And so they'll probably raise prices to about $1,000, which is like, I think, a third the price of the Eras Tour. And yeah, it's going to just change everything. And in these, the, they're in all the, going to pay the money just to get a, yeah, maybe catch a glimpse of Taylor Swift. It's gonna, yeah, and that's that's just it. Just to look in a suite and be like, oh, I think she's up there. And it's going to drive all the other NFL fans crazy, but they will have a new audience. And it, you know maybe just for the season. I, that's a fickle audience. Yeah, so uh, football fans across the nation, like regular football NFL fans, will boycott every Taylor's version re-release because I think that's all she comes out with now. Though they never really bought a Taylor album in the first place, so it has no effect. So, so here's my thought: is we just talked more about sports than ever before outside of a sports category on this. Episode. I know what have we done? And Taylor Swift. That's the power because of Taylor of Swift. Yeah. Yep. So I, I, for the first time, I started watching that Eras tour, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm like, I'm not a Swifty. And then I knew every word to every song and went, ah, maybe I need to look at the mirror a little closer. <laughs> Just saying. All right. For our next category, we have most popular Halloween costume of 2024, Joel. Yes. So last think? year, I said Barbie and Ken or well, Cocaine Bear. But I, I mostly saw Barbie some, and Ken. I saw a surprising few of these costumes. Really? Specifically with Barbie. The, the it was the western the the cowboy bar yeah yeah I saw a lot of Knuff sweaters tons and stuff of, like that yeah, tons can, of I'm Knuff I'm a, I am stuff. Knuff but like I thought everyone would be dressing as this but I think like everyone expected everyone else to I actually saw a lot of these costumes around there so I'm gonna call this a win I think it was very successfully a win and I think it was very popular with people who think that they are Barbie well here's the funny yeah. thing too is like okay yeah it was like yeah the obvious choice now. But back when we said it, it was like coming out in July. No one knew how it was going to do. Mm-hmm. And then it became the highest grossing movie of 2023. Yeah. And you I could tell like, by its style, though. It was going to change something. Was I was something. extremely disappointed in people last year. So I went to a Halloween party and I saw this girl. She was dressed as like cowboy Barbie. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like, great. And she had her boyfriend was there. And I'm like, if he's I want him to be dressed in a suit and a long coat and a, and a fedora because the Barbenheimer would have been the best costume. That would have been I the didn't best. see a single person. That is a that is a missed opportunity. What a missed Some boyfriends didn't fight hard enough, I think. Some no. boyfriends were just like, oh, I'm not no, going Sure, babe. I know we don't talk politics on Bacon Cell. Don't start now. But it's an election year. Oh, no. And with the presidential race going the way it is going so far, I think the most popular costume this year will be a geriatric presidential candidate. Now, listener... You can picture does not narrow it down. Whichever candidate you want to in this respect in your mind, because it equally applies to both unnamed potential candidates. Yeah. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Please don't bring it up in the comments. I will delete them. We're not getting political on Bake Itself. Yeah, but, but it's going to be you're old, not wrong. Old presidents. They're always just old. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But like, but like in like a clever way though, right? Yeah. Like so, in a Joel way. No, I think I honestly think that the bag of the at the Spirit Halloween will say geriatric president or yeah, elder, sure. elderly pre- president, and it's going to have one of the two options. Mm. I like it. Kent, uh, last year I said a uh, sassy Spider Verse, which didn't really pan out, unfortunately. I'm sorry, oh. Kent. I know because there's just so many costumes you could have dressed up in and made him sassy. <laughs> 
Anyways, this <laughs> year, was hoping for. I think anime is really going to be like accepted during Halloween. Like flesh and blood anime. Yeah, flesh and blood. That sounds it does flesh more and blood, perverted. No, flesh and blood anime sounds like a subgenre of anime that I should not be watching. No one should be like watching that. But like anime, you have a lot of anime costumes and uh, merch at a Comic-Con, for example. Mm. But you don't really see it during Halloween or like at parties. And I think this year is kind of like when it's hitting like the big time, like... Netflix had One Piece, which was a huge success for them. Avatar is coming out this year, the Flesh yes, and Blood is. one. And I think that other people will be like, hey, I think it's like kind of cool now. And so people are going to like take their favorite anime characters, even if they're not Flesh and Blood ones, and dress as those. And even though people may not recognize them, I think that's going to be the go-to costume. Wait, your, your, your costume is All general over. anime? I mean, I will say One Piece will probably be the, the most popular than the Avatar. Hat. But yeah, the hat is really easy, right? Yeah. But I think yeah, overall anime. We'll finally like hit the, Ma- big the mainstream. Time. Yes, I'm a guy who judges anime so harshly. I'm surprised by uh, how much you've been talking about it recently. I'm kind of one over. By he, the way, uh, yeah, he, that's not happening. Okay, yeah. last year I said Mario and Friends, and I yes. don't think I was entirely wrong. But I also think that's a big costume every year. Yeah, it's a go-to for families. It is. Yeah. Yes, I thought it would be more popular with the young people. And admittedly, that movie was quite popular. But I, I don't was. think it took any more than it would have any other year. Mm. But this year. Because of the timing of another movie and because of especially younger 20-something couples and their propensity for the weird, um, releasing on October 4, you have Joker Follow You Do. Yes. Which means you're absolutely, your number one couple's costume is going to be (gasps) Joker and Harley Quinn again. All incarnations of it. But specifically, it's going to be uh, what I'm calling Joker and Harley Gaga. Because (laughs) Lady Gaga is playing Harley Quinn. Zach, you're exactly right. It's going to be a thing. Like because I would say, it comes the Joker, out and, and it comes out uh, three weeks before Halloween. Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, I think, is kind of played out at this point. Totally, but Lady Gaga's Harley is not. That's what's going to reinvigorate it. Yeah, it's it's Harley Gaga is going to be. <laughs> I love that Queen song. Yeah, yeah. And we haven't even seen what she looks like in the movie yet. There's other than been like very close up stills. Yeah, um, and she look. I mean, who are we to doubt at this point? Like, it's probably going to be still. Pretty good, considering yeah. the first one was quite a surprise. I'll put the prediction out there. I'll say not as good as the first one. Oh, I, I guarantee it. But I still think it will be not awful. <laughs> Name a movie that Lady Gaga has been in that made the movie better because she was in it. Well, uh, that's... A Star is Born. She's not asked to do, be that. She's not asked to be that. I, I thought she was quite good in Star They Born. keep putting her up there as like, and Lady Gaga's in it. And I think it's honestly the Taylor Swift effect where it's like, we're going to get the younger demographic that loves this. She's is Shallow not a good song? Oh, it's a great song. American yeah. Horror Story. She no, her, her appearance that, in that it's always bad. Is it's always bad. It's bad. It's really bad. She's bad. No, yeah. I think she'll be good in this. I think it doesn't matter. Much like uh what's it called? Shallow. What's that movie called? Star is born. Yeah, that's one. she doesn't Just need call to be it that shallow. Good. It's all about Bradley Cooper. Same deal here. Hey. Walking Phoenix is gonna be great. Hey. 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 Just wanted to see your face one more time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now we have to uh get real uh, you know, people magazine mm. here. We're gonna do the sexiest man alive. Yes. And I'll tell you, they have been like they probably, I, th- I think they were taken over by the guys from Burger King. Yeah, the drunk cowboys. Drunk cowboys gone crazy with their choices. Last so few their years. choice this yeah. last year, out of left field, yeah. they chose Patrick Dempsey, an attractive man. I'm and, not going to say he's not attractive. Certainly, uh, McDreamy was 15 years ago. How? Wait, when was, and when was he? So yeah, about 15. He years was ago. in Ferrari, which came out on Christmas this past year. Mm-hmm. So no one really saw him in that. But they're just like, hey. Who's available for a photo shoot and an interview? It feels that way. Yeah, and I think he's a handsome man, 
But what? I mean, I'm even actually, when they the did, last they, big thing he used in, I think, was Enchanted. Yeah. They did Chris Evans the year prior, and even that was like, I think you're a few years too late. Yeah. And they did Paul Rudd, and you're like, okay, that's okay. I guess. They were on a Marvel kick for a bit. I there. think it's less Michael major Jordan. than it used to be. And I think that's why our picks kind of have to scale back a little bit. So last year, I don't even want to mention who I said. So I'm just going to move on to this year. No, 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 no. Joel, please don't. Bring it up, Kent. I don't. I would rather not. You said Jonathan Majors. Yes, it is. Jonathan Majors. <laughs> Which, if you don't know, listener, uh, went through a bit of a so, okay. celebrity no, drama this year. At the beginning of the year, he was hyped up to be everything. He was in a Sundance movie called Magazine Dreams, which I saw, and I was like, oh, he's pretty good. Quantumania, he's going to be Marvel's next big bad, he's in right? Loki as well. Uh, Creed 3, like yeah. it was just his year he to do well. He was the it well. guy. Well, it, he, they were trying to make him the it guy. Yeah. I never bought on to And then he else. was found guilty of assault. Oops. Great job, Jonathan Majors. Yeah, Super got, great. And, they're, and I was going to say, they're pulling projects. Got fired from Marvel. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so other. this is going to come up again during the show. You cursed him. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's my fault. Who do you, got, it? who do you got this year? This year I have, and I, that's what I'm saying, we're going to scale it back. Okay. It's a Reggie, I can't even say his name, uh, Reggie Jean Page, and he is the guy from Bridgerton. He's also in Dungeons oh, and Dragons, the, the, the Honor guy. Among Thieves. He's the a very guy. handsome guy. I have very no idea who this is. What's his name? Reg, R-E-G-E-J-E-A-N, Page. Reg on Page. He is rumored, sorry, Zach, to He's potentially bond? to b- potentially be Bond. I'd be cool with that. He's a cool guy. And I think if they're going know. to kind of shoot for the moon and kind of shoot themselves in the foot with their current fan base, they will cast him because he's a young guy, very young looking. And I think that's what they're going to go for again with the Bond franchise. Mm-hmm. I think that by possibly October or November, they may cast him as that. And I think this uh, magazine in People Magazine comes out November as well. And so I think that we're going to get him as People's Sexiest Man Alive. And the blurb will say, because he's in Dungeons and Dragons, it will say, D and Delightful. <laughs> I like it. Zach, like what about it. you? Last year, I said Harry Styles because low-hanging fruit. Yeah. Yes. And I don't know. They don't seem to... Even though he has a rat face? Yeah. That's fine. People like him. Um, okay. I'll tell you what his biggest problem was. His rat he's, face? He's balding and he buzzed his head. Oh. That really knocked his stock down several steps. Um, Why do actors do that sometimes? Like Henry Cavill with his hair? He had great What's hair. He doing Why lately? would he do that? He had great hair. I, I have an honorable mention. I Are think, we doing honorable mentions? I think he's a little bit of the hotness right now. Jeremy Allen White. He I don't know who that is, is the lead in the bear. Oh, yeah. he is very bizarre looking, but people are going for it. People call him Aaron Taylor Johnson's Waluigi. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. He is not handsome but whatsoever. I feel like he Aaron could Taylor be, Johnson is. He no, Aaron Taylor Johnson is. He could be an off the wall choice. Okay, because he's available for Waluigi the interview. is he's available for the interview. Wah. But here's my choice, my more conventional choice, because an Asian man needs to win it at some point. I like, tried for years and they never listened it's to me. Simulio. I think that he he was in Barbie. They could do better. I give, this, sh- I give it to Steven Yeun before I give it to Steven I'm just saying he's... Steven he, Yeun is he, attractive. Steven yeah. Yeun, that's a better choice. I feel like I feel like Simu Liu is the... So because he was in a movie two years ago, they're going to choose him for this coming year. He is the choice that People Magazine would put in, and I will leave it at that. I think he probably calls People Magazine every week saying, can I be World Sexy Man Alive? Please. I, I please, think so. Please. Yeah. I think that's kind of why they would do it. They, I, they don't actually pick the sexiest man. They don't. I'm trying to play the meta because, of Because like, we've all do. waited for Ryan Gosling to get it, right? Yeah, it should be. Or Henry Cavill. He, they never will. They're I bet too big they, at this I point. But I bet you they would say but no. But they were for a while there. For a while there, it was like, oh, yeah, Richard Gere. Everyone loves Richard Gere. He's yeah. the sexiest man. Exactly. They, they would say no. Sean Connery. Yeah. 
Yeah, S- Mel Gibson. Simu Liu would be like, you want me? Absolutely. Yeah. I don't I'm actually at your front door right I now. I have nothing in my schedule. Yep. I've got three outfits I've already planned for this. Like, he would be so in mm-hmm. that they would go for it. Mm. Yeah. And so this is a little bit of a, of a derogatory pick. But I think he's <laughs> a little a, bit. I think he's a handsome guy. Last year, I said Jason Momoa, which I did pick a couple years before that because I was I thought my psychic powers were just a couple years off. Didn't happen. And then Patrick Dempsey won this year. I mean, who could have predicted that? Nobody. No one. But considering that People Magazine seems to have no rhyme or reason as to why they pick a certain celebrity, they went with a popular Patrick from an older TV show that seemed to have a resurgence. So I'm going to do the same and say that the 2024 Sexiest Man Alive will be the somewhat silver fox, Patrick Stewart. Make it so, People Magazine. Make it so. Is he even a, a silver fox at this point? I said, oh, no. I said, somewhat silver fox. I think fox. he is just at this point, just melting. <laughs> oh, he's he finally, he just because this is our tabloid episode doesn't mean you can get catty. He's finally old. He's like a sphinx cat, you know, <laughs> like his skin just kind of hangs. <laughs> have you have you seen Picard? He's it's not going great. Uh, I'm almost done with the next generation. Okay. But, yeah. I thought you were going to say Neil Patrick Harris. Okay, tell us more about Patrick Stewart. Why he's going to be. I think the thing is, I do think he's an attractive man. Yeah. And I think it was mostly just making fun of uh, them just kind of, People Magazine just shooting wherever and being like, "Uh, popular Patrick. Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Double Patricks. All right, everyone's favorite non-sports related category up next. It's Uh, the ever chipper celebrities who will die in 2024. And we get three choices, right? We do, because the rule of threes state that a celebrity... And normally with these rule of threes, we go with two maybe obvious choices. Yeah. Or easy choices. I don't know what to call it. Low-hanging fruit. Uh, Then we choose a wild card as well, which is always a little weird. Yes. I I think I'm starting on this one. Yes, you are. Do do I have to give all three? Uh, uh, Last year first. What was last year? Oh, last year first, of course. Uh, It said uh, Anthony Hopkins. Still alive. Still with us. As, as of the recording of this episode, yeah, which we've had issues yes, in, the in the past. We okay. have uh, Julie Andrews. Still Is she alive? alive? Still alive. Okay. Still alive. Yeah. And then my off the wall uh, was going to be an assassination attempt of Megan the Duchess of Sussex. Still alive. Still alive. Barely. Okay. Barely. You're saying. All right. This year. <laughs> wow. What does that mean? This is low hanging fruit. Been around for years, and I I don't want it, but I'll say it. I think it's time. Finally, time for Dick Van Dyke. I, I predicted him a while ago. Finally, time. I, I predicted him a while ago, and I just every it, year he's alive. I might keep going, bud. Keep going. I, I see him in videos recently, yeah. and it was one recently of him at Disneyland, and I was like, oh boy, I think we're getting there. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to happen. He's he's a treasure, but I think it's time. Yeah. He after directing six movies to have in the can because this is what he does. So he will have a legacy well beyond his death. This is finally the year we lose Clint Eastwood. Yeah, I He's can see that too. He's 93. But he will have like he will have posthumous releases of movies that he directed that nobody even knows about. Yeah. Cuz he will so. do that. He'll just be like, I decided I wanted to make a movie about running. So I did. And it's like, okay, no, he's going to awesome. release like a director's cut of his own funeral. That Seriously. guy is going to he's going to direct I'd the crap it. out of it. I think it's about time. Cuz honestly just cuz the guy seems to have worked himself into the ground. Yeah. yeah. He he's never stopped. You don't he's see he's, him he's much got a work ethic. It's crazy. And then um, a little off the wall, she's been a little out of the spotlight, but I think I actually considered her to be due for a comeback. And then I thought, well, that's not going to happen because she's going to die. Goldie Hawn. Oh, wow. Mm, I just watched a movie with her the other day. She's been out of the limelight for a while. She She popped up in Christmas Chronicles 2 as Mrs. Claus. Um, I also thought about Kurt Russell, but I'm feeling like Goldie Hawn just kind of kind of has faded away. Such a sweetheart. You know, I, I, that's it, gonna be sad. Yeah. Big fan for the yeah. record. Big fan of Goldie Hawn. Okay, but I, I think it's their time. Yeah, I hope I'm wrong. Uh, so last year I said James Earl Jones still alive. Yeah, I, I think s- it's his birthday. 
Is it? Yeah, as of the recording. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I said Bob Barker, which was correct. Joel, the first one to come up with the joke. <laughs> Everyone's like, to, I, I have the most clever joke. I'm like, Joel made it months ago. Yeah, closest to 100 without going over. Yeah. Which he, I, I said actually he would die on his birthday at exactly 100. So I was a little off. Exactly okay. 100 not going over. And then I said Madonna, who almost passed away. Yeah. I think she's zombified. Uh, well, no, but like in, <laughs> have you seen her? in June of this past year, she was hospitalized after being found unresponsive in her apartment and then rushed to the ICU where she was treated for a and she was intubated for five days in a coma, I believe. Oh, no, she, no, she was in the hospital for five days, but she was intubated for a while for a serious bacterial infection. So there were two people. Is that on the why list. she dances like that now? <laughs> have you guys ever seen Death Becomes Her? Yeah. I'm just saying. Stop. Caddy. Goldie Hawn reference again. Caddy. <laughs> Uh, no, but that, that was one of those ones where I went, oh, We're man. caddy against Madonna? I almost <laughs> got two out of three, and that is sad. I don't like getting these ones right. Yeah, can you not get any right this year, please? You actually well, shouldn't guess any. I was going to say, right. uh, this past year, I watched the movie Heartbreakers. You guys remember that? 2001? Oh, yeah. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Uh, please don't uh, say Jennifer Love Hewitt. Sigourney Weaver. Jennifer Love Hewitt. And Gene don't Hackman. Sigourney Weaver. Gene oh, Hackman. He's old. And, and the movie, I guessed him the like movie's two years not that ago. great. Yeah. The movie's not that great, but... I, in that movie, he played an old sickly man who, spoiler alert for Heartbreakers in 2001, dies. And for some reason, I made this weird mental note when it happened and been like, that's predictions for Bacon Cell. Yeah. It makes sense. And I don't want it he's to He's been retired for years. Yeah. He's, he's a fantastic actor. Yeah. So, yeah. And then my other uh, maybe obvious choice is Mel Brooks. He's still alive and he's yeah. 97 years old. By the way, Gene Hackman is listed at number 23 on the death list on deathlist.net. There's a death list? Who's number one? Um, number one is Jimmy Carter. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, I, I predicted him a while ago, too. Uh, and then, uh, so, Mel you Brooks. Mel Brooks. Mel uh, Brooks. He's ranked number 11. He's no longer young, Frankenstein, but after blazing comedy trails and saddles, this iconic writer, actor, and director and producer will sadly be dead and loving it by the end of the year. Wow. Little... Film references from his films. Try not to be insensitive. He's going to be one where they're going to have so many comedy oh, like, yeah. tributes to him. It's going to be great. And then finally, my wild card, going to be Ashton Kutcher. Whoa. Oh. While on the set for a cameo at in that 90s show, Ashton will suffer a terrible rollerblading accident and tragically pass away. However, visitors at his funeral are continuously distracted by unusual circumstances, uh -oh. like the PA system glitching and playing Who Let the Dogs Out, and the catering team mistakenly thinking the funeral was a wedding and brings in a giant cake only to spill it on the grieving Mila, Kun Mila Kunis. And at that point, Ashton will stand up in his coffin and let everyone know they've been punked Punks. and announces the return of his yeah, popular MTV reboot. prank show. Yeah. Boom. So death, but not really death. Ashton and then Dak Shepard can still be part of it because no one really knows who he is. As and then a Jamie Kennedy now. will come in and do his experiment as well. Love it. Yeah, I tell you, he's got real stiff competition. He there's a lot of of uh, prankters out there. There are. Uh, so yeah, there you go. Gene Hackman, Mel Brooks, Ashton Kutcher. That's my three. So last year I said Robert Duvall, still alive. Shawn Michaels from the WWF or WWE, uh, still alive, and Britney Spears. Not sure because she had this like knife dancing thing that she almost died from. That was weird. This year, I think John Williams, who is 91 years old. And I predicted um, that one two years ago. So well. John Williams, uh, he said that he's going to retire. Disney will not allow him to retire. <laughs> nope. I think they I'll be open to projects because the mouse made me. Have they cloned him or is he a robot at this point? I mean, he... He's still composing, which is phenomenal. I think at this point, you could probably put his work into AI and spit out 
Yeah, his, his work from the last couple. And maybe years. that's what they've done. And whenever we see footage of him composing, that is just he hasn't exactly broken ground in the last no. ten years. No, but I still gets nominated though. I mean, Catch Me If You Can was in two thousand two. That was amazing. Just saying. yeah, no, okay. he's, that was John Williams. He's John Williams. He's great. He's John Williams. But I think he just wants to die so he can escape from Disney. <laughs> oh, I'm just speaking for him. It's fine. Uh, my other choice is Bill Clinton. Actually, wow. Yeah, so not know? Jimmy Carter. But yeah, Bill I actually had Jimmy Carter and I thought like I think Bill Clinton. So he's 77. He's had health problems before, as we know, but he's going to take his final flight to the island in oh, the sky no. oh. and his name will appear on a certain list. Oh, no. The, no. The Grim Reapers list. What, guys? What You're are you dancing so close to politics right what you, now? What are you talking about? Nothing. Oh, OK. Anyways. And then my last choice. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Why? Zack Snyder. Celine Dion. So, oh, what? She's fifty-five years old. So mm-hmm. a few years ago, she canceled. Uh, yet last year, she canceled all of her Vegas shows because she was diagnosed with stiff person syndrome. Zach, I'm so sorry. Zach's face right now. Are you okay? I know she's. Yeah, she's my lady. She's a you international a treasure. Stiff person syndrome can lead to muscle rigidity and spasms, and these spasms can lead to severe injury. It's just really so sad. Kid, this is a downer. So, but uh, Ashton Kutcher's punking everyone over here, and you're over there being like, "Hey, she has a real disease." But, but be guys, sad. there's like a silver lining here because she does show the power of love by becoming an organ donor, so that her heart will go on. Oh no! <laughs> oh, we're back, everybody! I had seven more puns, but I'm like, I'm gonna cut it off before I go oh, somewhere bad. Good. Oh, oh before back. you do. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's just enough. Oh, I'm oh, so man. sorry. But I actually yeah. see that happening, and it would make me really sad. It's Moving all, on. It's all coming back to me now. <laughs> now, welcome to everyone's favorite portion, the sports bar. Where does that come from? Do you guys know? That's Fox. That's Fox. Oh, bum, yeah. bum, bum. I actually saw the other day. Do you uh, know why I know that? There's dancers on reels that... You know why? You know work. that you put it in every. No, there's year. The one yeah. guy who was like saying, "Vote for which uh, NFL theme is your favorite from yeah. the different channels." Yeah. And I was like, "No one, no one beats Fox. All it's the other the ones, like what's the NBC one?" Um, the going to war. Boring. They all are all very marchy. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, so yes, we're going to be p- predicting some sports things now because you know, as 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 we do on Bacon Cell, we primarily talk about sports and politics. <laughs> it's very marketable. We talked about sports, politics, and murder all in the same. Th- oh, oh, are we AI generated? <laughs> we might be. We could be at this point. All right, mm-hmm. let's start closest and move our way out. So okay. start with you, Joel. Yes. Up. Uh, right away is going to be the Super Bowl. Yes. This is the easiest to get the closest on. Although we want to say once again that some games happen after we record. Want to point that out once again. There's still some some dust that needs to settle. We're predicting the future. We should be right. But uh, and I have a proposal for you gentlemen. Already? Yes. We we, we tend to make a wager on this one. And I, I have a proposal that since we're predicting the winners of the Super Bowl, I say the winner gets a bowl of soup from Zupa's. Not a sponsor. That's it? A big bowl of soup. Boring. A meal from Zupa's that Let's, has soup involved with a it? A three-meat plate from your favorite barbecue place. I want Zupa's. A soup bowl from Who Zupa's. Who are soup, you? Want Super Bowl. Super it, Bowl. It's on theme. It's Joel we're talking about here. Yeah. Joel, if you get any of them right, you can have a bowl of soup on me. I'll just buy I'm you a bowl sell. of soup. No. <laughs> That's so boring. It's Zupa's. Tomato basil is the best thing in the world. Who did you pick last How year? How are you going to win your soup? 
So last year, I said the Cowboys versus the Chiefs with the Chiefs winning at 38-16. to 16. However, the Cowboys didn't go. It was the Eagles, and the, but the Chiefs did win 38-35. to 35. Chief life. Chief life. Now, here is my Every thoughts year. on this upcoming so Super Bowl LVIII. What does that mean? What? What does that mean? What does the L mean? I know VIII is 8. 58? 58? Okay, yeah. So, the Niners and the Ravens are the favorites to go to the Super Bowl. But any team can win at any time. Sure. I think it could be, I mean, it even could be another unusual matchup, like the Bengals and Rams from a few years ago. You guys remember that? Yes. (laughs) I do too. (laughs) But I like... I like 49ers versus the Lions in the NFC Championship game with the 49ers moving on. To me, that feels right. Breaking down what's going on. The the AFC is a toss-up, though. Uh Uh-huh. You know? I know, it is. Watch out for those sneaky Texans. All right? And I'm not Uh, talking about the team. The team. The team. That felt a bit pointed. (laughs) Not the the residents. I mean, I have an issue with a few Texans. I like the Texans versus the Chiefs in the AFC title game with the Chiefs winning a close one. And then... Chiefs against 49ers. 49ers win it all 31 to 21. 49ers. Score. 49ers versus the Chiefs? Yeah. Okay. Wow. You said the score was 31 to 21. I thought you said it was 49 to 21. I was like, that'd be fun. Ooh, okay. that would be. So the 49ers will win? Yes. 49ers winning the Super Bowl against the Chiefs. Against the Chiefs. It's going to be a close one. Okay. All right. So last year I had Bills beating the Eagles. I don't think either of them were there. The Eagles were there. They were there. And they lost. So you I had that literally just said that two minutes ago. Zach. I know, but that's how much I care about sports. <laughs> hey, he doesn't listen either. Yeah. And so this year, it's going to be the 49ers versus the Baltimore Ravens. Again, rematch. Wow. Yeah. So it's a rematch, actually, from Super Bowl XLVII. Which <laughs> what does I'm that mean? Pretty sure I wrote it down. means 47. Yes, I had to look it up. The Harbowl. Harbo, both Her- coaches. Harbo gummies, the frogs. Was, oh, did you know they're actually peach? Both coaches were. Uh, they had the last name Harbaugh. They were brothers, John and Jim. Like Kelsey, yes, Kelch. They're brothers. So in that Jason game, Travis. the Ravens took down the 49ers thirty-four to thirty-one. Super close game. So the 49ers this year are the best-looking team, while the Ravens are on a war path. So quarterback Lamar Jackson has such an impressive supporting oh, cast. With him at the helm, the Ravens will make consistently great plays. However, the offensive line, led by Trent Williams, and defensive line, led by Nick Bosa of the 49ers, will be waiting. Debo Samuel will prove all the haters wrong and make incredible catches to bring in three touchdowns on his own. The 49ers get revenge on the Ravens with a 41-33 win. 49ers. You got way too specific, man. I like looking way at rosters and making guesses. <laughs> so, But you and I both think the 49ers will win the Super Bowl. Okay, but you're saying against the Ravens, and I'm saying against the Chiefs. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Chiefs are not even going to be part of it this year. They're too distracted by uh, showing the suite with Taylor Swift. Don't you blame her. Yeah. All right, Zach, what about you? Give us uh, some actual good predictions. Oh, I actual, never will. We, I never do. <laughs> we were so accurate. All right. I am going with my heart and not in my brain at all because that's either are going to be wrong. Like last year when I said that the Bengals would win over the 49ers because I just wanted that to happen. Yeah, it right. didn't. Neither one of those went to the Super Bowl. No, and this isn't going to happen either. You're not going to get that bowl of soup this year. Yes, I want... I'll buy you a bowl of soup. I want the, uh, I want the Lions... 
to go to the Super Bowl. They've just narrowly beaten the Packers. The Detroit Lions. They get the Detroit Lions. Green Bay Packers. Want them to get to the Super Bowl because Joel I knows a lot about sports. I like too. I like and cities. <laughs> I like the 1990s. We've got it going on here. We've got the Lions. We've got the Packers. Yeah. We've got the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Cowboys lost already. That's great. Okay, so I want the Lions to go in the NFC, and I want Josh Allen and the Bills to finally, finally. overcome Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. They're, they're going to lose. The Bills are going to go to the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. which as of this recording, you will find out if I was right already. But the Bills are unfortunately no match for Dan Campbell's Lions as the Lions finally, for the first time in franchise history, win a Super Bowl this year. I don't know. They've never won before. Never. It's their time. It's their what time. What was the Bills went? They went in the early 90s four times. And not in a since. row. Lost wow. every time. Man. They lost four in a row. Who was their quarterback back in the day? Uh, Jim Kelly. That's it. Jim Kelly's his name. I knew that. Psh. I paid attention in the 90s. Why did you ask then? I knew it. I didn't have to ask. The Lions had Barry Sanders, and more importantly, they had Utah Scott Mitchell, who was not good and ruined Barry Sanders' career, probably. It's oh, fine. Sad. But no, no, I we're good. Dion the Lions are a good story. Jared Goff is an underdog, and it's wonderful. Lions are going to win. I loved him in Hamilton. Zach, I feel like you're just saying names and trying to act like you know about sports. Texans rookie CJ Stroud. All right, next up. We will have in June-ish, I don't actually know because I never watch it, the NBA Finals. Basketball. Give me, give me, give me the ball. Okay. They don't even use that theme anymore, and it's a crying shame. Yeah. NBA on NBC. They should. So the NBA season is currently happening. John Tesh wanted too much money. Yeah, right. John Tesh. And so we have some idea on these teams, but Kent, how is it going to go? So last year I said Celtics over Nuggets. I'm not even sure who played. Denver Nuggets and Miami Heat. Okay. Nuggets won it. Four to one. They did. Four games to one. Nuggets over Heat. I was half right. Sort of. (laughs) Anyways, this year I think it's going to be the Milwaukee Bucks and the Phoenix Suns. Now, I don't think either of these teams are the number one seeded so far halfway through the season. Can you you clarify something just for me real quick? Yeah. Phoenix Suns. Yes. Is Charles Barkley still playing for them? Uh, um, no. Okay. He's on, t- he's on TV. Okay. At this point. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> any, any other questions? No. Okay. <laughs> you paid attention in the 90s? So we have another rematch here. So this time the two teams, they faced off in the 2021 finals. Nobody's really happy about this. I think like, even though like we all kind of want the Suns to win, nobody really watched those NBA finals. But it's still going to be some fun games. So the trio of Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, and Bradley Bill are ready to bring the heat. Unfortunately, they cannot compete with Giannis, Ante, that's exactly how you pronounce it. And Damian Miller. To say Giannis. Giannis. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, first name basis, right? He's Greek. Actually, I call him Annika. <laughs> and you know it's right because I guessed on his name twice uh, the same way. Anyways, uh, and Chris Middleton, like... That trio for the Bucks is going to kill it, and unfortunately, is going to kill the Suns. The Suns they wanted to reverse history, but they sadly repeat it as the Bucks beat them four games to two, just like three years ago. Mm. So the Bucks will beat the Suns. Okay, Zach, what about you? I also have the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Well, let's look Good back team. to last year. Right, uh, last year I said that the Celtics would win over the Memphis Grizzlies. I was very wrong, um, and I don't know anything. I about Celtics that. are number one seeded this year so far. Yeah, okay. I, th- I said Celtics versus Grizzlies too. I think the Celtics are going to trip up again. They always do in the playoffs, go. right? Um, so I'm going to take the Bucks. They are going to win over the Oklahoma City Thunder, who are going to randomly trip their way into the finals. They're like it. accidentally making. Yeah, they're not that great, but they're going to find. They're going to be like, oh, how did we get here? You know the John Travolta meme from Pulp Fiction. Yeah, oh, I guess we're in yeah. the finals. That's pretty cool. But they're going to lose to the Bucks. 
What do you think, Joel? Well, you know, I, I, last year I said Celtics versus Grizzlies. Uh, neither one went. But it looks like the Celtics are the clear favorite in the East. You know, But the West could go to any team. It's a little more difficult. I mean, could the Nuggets repeat as the champs? They could. They could. That's what sports tells me. But I'm going to say the, the Celtics over the Nuggets in 2024. Another title in Boston. Four games to three. Ooh. I love it. I love it. You're just going to sit go game seven. Yeah. It's going to be a nail biter. Um, do you know any players on the Celtics? Larry Bird. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Joel. He's going to face off against Charles Barkley <laughs> in the Suns. I'd watch that. I know you would. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Shaq shows up. The 1992 Dream Team. <laughs> so I'm going to show up. That's where my knowledge stopped. <laughs> All right. And then at the end of the year in October, we have the World Series. That's the baseball one. Yep. We know. That's the baseball. Oh, you know sports. I still am kind of bugged that, like, you know, you have the Super Bowl, the World Series, NBA Finals. That's not, that's not a cool name. I mean, but is it the World Series? It's more like just the North America. Series. I mean, it is. Look at now. the players. It, it is now. That's where everybody wants to be. Just saying. Okay, okay, last year, I said Yankees over Braves. I was wrong. It was the Texas Rangers taking the victory over the Arizona Diamondbacks. Arguably two of the most boring franchises in Major League Baseball. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Whatever. I agree. It's, it's fine. Sneaky Texans. Yeah. I know. Texas Rangers. Sneaky Texans. Okay. We, too much Texas on this show. This year, I'm going to go a little off the wall because last year was off the wall. Now... The L.A. Dodgers have just gone bananas, buying uh, anything that they can. Do you hate them? They um, got the money. I think I've got a Dodgers hat in the mail somewhere. Um, Are you a fan now? I, His player moved over there. I'm a fan of Shohei Otani, okay? So they've, they've been buying up everybody in sight that they, they can They bought get, you. Which means they are going to punch their ticket in the National League to the World Series. However, they are going to fall on their own hubris to the plucky underdog, the overachieving team from last year that's going to continue their success. That is the Baltimore Orioles. They are going to defeat the LA Dodgers in the World Series. I love that. Yes. The the, the David and Goliath story. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Okay. Go Orioles. Now that Zach has sold out his fandom, I think it's a true to say this. I love you, Shohei. I said the LA Dodgers or the Houston Astros in the World Series. Four games two didn't happen. I hate both those teams. The Dodgers better get to the World Series because they are spending seven hundred million dollars on one player. Ooh, that's more than you make in a month. And his name was Giannis. No, it's a, it's a Shohei Otani. In the American League, it'll probably be another boring team like the Astros or the Rangers. But I'm going to say Dodgers over Astros in the World Series four game two. I would hate that so much, but I'd be so happy for Shohei and my boy Yamamoto. He's not even my boy. I don't know anything about him. Can the Dodgers buy us? I would love that. I would be mad. They I, should. They should like buy us out where we get like just a little bit of money right now, like you know maybe one million per year. Yeah, yeah. And Two then million. after we stop doing bacon sale, we get Make like a hundred million per year. Sixty-eight million. Boy, so good. So last year I chose the Astros over the Mets. I don't know why, but I just did. And this I, year, yeah. is it? Is that I mean, an okay they, choice. The Mets were last year's Dodgers. They I said Astros as well. So yeah. okay, this it, year the Dodgers once again. Okay. The Dodgers will play the Texas Rangers. So nobody likes the Dodgers. We, we all know that. Uh, money talks as they stack the roster with players like Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, Max Muncy. Sounds like superheroes at this point. <laughs> Tio Scar, Hernandez, and Shohei Otani. Nobody wants this team to win except for Zach, apparently. Yamamoto. Somehow the sneaky Texans come out of nowhere. 
to challenge Team Money. Infielder Nathaniel Lowe and outfielder Adolis Garcia rise up to the challenge and take down the Dodgers four games to two. Whoa. Go Rangers. Rangers They're sneaky. Range, sneaky. Sneaky. But we all Rangers hate the big six. Monopoly team. It's true. They so wait, wait. Just, just to recap sports real quick. Kent, who did you say was going to win the Super Bowl, World Series, and or NBA Finals, World Series? Okay, Super Bowl will be the Niners. Okay. Can I just say Niners? Just, yeah, just yeah, the winners. Get that? Yeah, Niners, yeah, we got yeah, it. Good. Okay. And then the NBA Finals will be the Bucks. Yeah. And then the World Series will be the Texas Rangers. Okay. Yeah. Zach, what did you say? Um, I said Lions for the Super Bowl, Bucks for the NBA Finals, and the Orioles for the World Series. So you guys Series. matched on the, the NBA Finals. Yeah. Okay. I said uh, 49ers winning for the Super Bowl. Okay. I match? said, yeah, because we mentioned that one. Yeah, well, we may have to share some soup. But my... <laughs> <laughs> I say, you want to go on a road trip? Yeah, Celtics in the NBA, Celtics in the NBA Finals, and then the Dodgers in the World Series. Okay, and everybody who likes baseball on Twitter, your teams are going to do great. All right, let's get into something we might actually know a little bit about, and that is movies. We know hey, sports. We do this. Movies, true. Uh, what is going to be the movie with the biggest box office in 2024? So last year was insane, right? No, no, we couldn't last really year, predict it. Yeah, last year I said Fast X was going to break too, a billion. Actually, it's a good choice. And then Barbie was the biggest box office winner. What? Wait, Barbie was the biggest. Sorry, I'm pronouncing the name of an NBA player. You wouldn't know him, uh, but Barbie was the biggest box office owner. 1.4 billion. Fast X only got 714 million. It was the fifth highest, but yeah. still, that was oh, I surprising. You do worldwide. Yeah, well, and that's thing is it is worldwide, which is why my pick. Because I'll tell you what, this was a weird year to try to predict the biggest box office winner. Right. I was looking at like the the big movies, the tent poles. And I kept being like, that's 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 not going to win because it's a sequel. That's not going to win because it's the later one of the franchise. That's sure. not going to win because this. But I chose Transformers 1 as the biggest box mm. office earner of this year. Why? International audience. Now, Transformers 1, if you don't know, this is an origin story set on Cybertron, uh, both the Autobots and the Decepticons. And it's basically how Optimus Prime and Megatron Isn't became an enemies. animated movie. Well, it's set entirely on... Cybertron. Cybertron, thank you. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's all voice acting, but it has Scarlett Johansson, John Hamm, Chris Hemsworth is going to be Optimus Prime. Uh, Ty, uh, Brian Tyree Henry is going to be Megatron. Keegan-Michael Key, Lawrence Fishburne. I, I don't think this is going to be a hit na uh, like locally. like Domestically. Domestically, that's what I'm looking for. But I think this is going to be the biggest hit na uh, worldwide. Interesting. Yeah. And this is, in theory, supposed to be a trilogy of films. I don't think this will do well here, but worldwide, I think it's going to do quite well. You're just appealing to Nicole at this point. Because you know, yeah. we didn't talk about hockey again. Mm -hmm. I know. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, St. Louis Blues. So last year, I did say Fast X as well. This year, I hate to say it, but Deadpool 3. I thought about that, but do you know how far you have to go down, like the highest grossing movies of all time before you get to an R-rated movie? Hey, you know how far like you have 30s. to go? You know how far you have to go down in the list of movies that are coming out this year to find Hugh Jackman? Because I also picked Deadpool 3 oh, because of that nostalgia factor. Remember Spider-Man? Well, remember Spider-Man. But R-rated movies have a harder time no, at the box office. No, but we're primed for it. And I'll tell you why. Because primed? the batting record of Marvel right <laughs> now <laughs> is so low that to have familiarity, which is the only thing that Deadpool 3 will have, mm -hmm. it will have every type of cameo in it. And you've got Ryan Reynolds, whose Deadpool movies have done well. I think the second one, not as much as the first, but I do think there will be a PG-13 and a rated R version of this. Probably. Which I don't know if that's, we can combine those two totals. But I, I, think, I think this will make $1.1 billion, basically, which is what Disney's wanted from all their previous Marvel movies the past three years and has not been able to hit. And if they do it with a rated R movie, they'll be like, oh, 
this is possible. Yeah. We're going to try this. And so, so Zach, you agree? I agree. Last year, I picked Little Mermaid, which was a kind of a technical bomb. Yeah, it was. Um, it was only seventh highest. Didn't even cross 600 million. I think yeah. It was five, 500 and, and it cost about million. $350 million yeah, so to make. It was kind of a flop. Yeah. Hot. Yeah. Get it, mm. fish. <laughs> but no, I think Deadpool 3 is the pick strictly on um the familiarity i think ryan reynolds has done he's he's kept the fire warm of his image throughout the strike throughout the pandemic and all of that um he's got you know his his social media presence his cell phone company his his uh, soccer team stuff yep. um i think he is still top of mind in the public eye i think that the fanboy nostalgia of uh, seeing wolverine in the classic yellow costume you know, Hugh Jackman back as the character. I think Which that good. is going to be a huge draw. And I think in spite of its R rating, I still think it will be it'll be the highest grossing movie in a weak year for movies. I'm a gentleman, I just went back here well about a decade or so, a little over yeah. a decade, and no R rated movie has been the highest grossing film. I, but but how the, the highest grossing is Joker. Like that did really well the year it came that out. That did really yeah. well the year it came out. But that what year what year it came out? Twenty nineteen. Which was a much stronger year. Yeah. Yeah, this is a bumper year, by the way, for movies. Joker came in at number six. But I think this year, this will get the top marks because this will overall be a weak year. Yeah. I don't think... Oh, I think so, too. This is going to be... The only reason I bring that up is because I actually almost picked that, but I went... I looked at the stats, I'm like, I can't... It's not Mm going to break it, but you could be right. Could be Will Joker 2 make anywhere near the numbers that number one did? No. No. Yeah, I agree. It'll make good numbers, Mm -hmm. maybe top ten. Being a musical, though... No way. Yeah, exactly. People are well. People are uh, really mad about musicals because Hollywood keeps tricking them. Stop tricking people about musicals, Hollywood. Looking at you, Mean Girls. Next, we have movies that we want to flop. So they three movies, it. right? Three movies that we want to flop. I'll they, move. I'll move through mine really quick. What did you say last year? Do you remember every DC movie? That's true. So I think it was four movies. Yeah, and they all flopped spectacularly. And I you put that it. on them. You put that on them, Ricky Good. Bobby. Die. Oh wait, they are dead. This year. Mufasa, The Lion King, that is the full title for that movie. And the synopsis is Simba, having become a king of the Pride Lands, is determined for his cub to follow in his paw prints while the origins of his late father Mufasa are explored. That movie was so lifeless. Mm-hmm. We do not need an extension of it at all. I mean, maybe cool new songs that are memorable. Nobody wants to see this. And the, the only reason they're doing this is because the first one made well over a billion dollars, which is ridiculous. The first one? Yeah. Pardon me? Okay, the flesh and not even flesh and blood, the animated remake of the animated movie. Is that safe to say? Yeah. Can I can I tell you what they say here? Yeah. The live action styled photorealistic computer generated imagery prequel. Ah, that makes me so angry. Uh, The second one is Madam Web. And this comes out on the 14th of February. Cassandra Webb is a New York City paramedic who starts to show signs of clairvoyance, forced to confront revelations about her past, like her mom investigating spiders in in the Amazon before she died. Mm -hmm. Um, She must protect three young women from a mysterious adversary who wants them dead. Sony, what are you doing? This is the year almost without superhero movies, except for like Deadpool 3. Mm -hmm. Sony has like three or four in the can. Don't do this to us. And then Deadpool 3 is the last movie I want to see flop. Wait. The, okay, so yeah, it's the highest grossing. It, movie it will you be the flop. highest grossing movie. I got enjoy seeing like the X Men cast, and that's about it. I think I'm going to be so annoyed by this. I hated Deadpool too. I thought the joke was used at but that the point. Turn back time. 
sequence with the share song when he's traveling okay them. yeah that, that's that fantastic hilarious. no there are shining moments in those but i i've never been a fan of ryan reynolds i know this will be a success i just hope that it follows the trajectory of disney superhero movies by being a flop but it won't be but i want it to be zach what about you um honorable mention to the movie the bike riders probably don't know anything about it but yeah. it's got that one guy uh, who awesome played Butler. Elvis. Yep. And I just want everything he's in to fail for some reason. Wow. Oh, he's got a real punchable Tom face. Hardy's in there too. Yeah. Uh, with the, What's with Tom Hardy and doing accents? His accents are all awful. Well, sometimes it's covered when he's wearing a mask. I don't like this many Tom Hardy. What did you say last year? Okay. So last year, uh, I said Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Which, yep. Hey, and yep. it did. Quantumania. Yep. yep. And Hunger Games, Songbird and Snakes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like $300 million. It was yeah. yeah. Uh, honorable mention to the bike like riders. million per hour. Because that looks weird. But I have a theme with mine, and it's unnecessary movies. Okay? So I okay. don't even know that these are going to come out. These are just kind of in production. We'll see if this happens. But if they ever do come out, no matter what year, I want them to fail. So first, we have Bad Boys 4. Apparently, that's a thing. Yeah. Bad Boys 4. The sequel to Bad Boys 4 Life. Why did they do that? <laughs> what? <laughs> if, it, if it comes out. That's the question with mine. If it comes out. What do you mean if? I want it to fail. Because it could not. It will. It, well, I want it to not. It will. But if it does, I want it to fail. Hmm. Okay, the next one, A Quiet Place, Day One. You want that to fly? Apparently, that's going to be a, a, a prequel to Quiet Place. Talk about an unnecessary movie. They literally did a prequel to Quiet Place in A Quiet Place 2, where they did the, the Day One By the sequence. way, they're calling this a drama, not a thriller. No. The, mm. If it comes out, I want it to fail. Okay. And finally, Beetlejuice 2. If it comes out, I want it to fail. They what are we doing? Bad Boys for Life and Beetletooth. Why didn't they what, do that? What are we doing going back to these awful wells? Beetlejuice is a great movie. I love it. Leave it alone. Yeah. I like A Quiet Place, and even the sequel's pretty good. Leave them alone. Bad Boys? Come on. What are we doing here? This I know. just is, is more of this garbage Hollywood that everyone's tired of paying too much money to go see. We don't need any of this. I hope it all fails. Burn the system. I mean, you're right. Yeah. I'm going back on strike. So last year, I said Transformer Rise of the Beasts, modest profit, but not a huge hit. Yeah. I said Wonka, which I was wrong on because... It's you made just, so much money. It's, it's like and already it's got 500 million. People like it. Yeah. And then I said uh, The Little Mermaid live action remake. Okay. Which there you go. did flop. Well, I'd consider it a flop. But uh, for this year, these are the ones that I'm saying. Beetlejuice 2. Zach, to echo you. I love Beetlejuice. Yeah. It's great. Love it. And we had a whole episode where we talked about Beetlejuice Goes Hawaiian. The, the, yeah, like sequels that never happened. They almost made it, but they didn't mm-hmm. make it. And I was like, yeah, because it doesn't need doesn't a sequel. Need My call is that this movie is going to suffer from Mater Syndrome, as I call it. Okay. Because Beetlejuice had only 17.5 minutes of screen time in the original movie. What? That's all he's in it is. He's a side character. The interesting thing about the musical on Broadway, yes. Beetlejuice, is it it focuses a ton on, on Beetlejuice and a ton on Lydia. And yeah. it doesn't work. No. It's not good. Adam and, and Barbara were the center of the original. Why that's why that's good. Yeah. And I, I think they're going to give the ghost, uh, they're going to give the ghost with the most screen time too much screen time. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be too much. My other, uh, my other pick is Wicked. Oh, yeah. Part one. Wicked By part one. Part one, which you know annoys me automatically. Yeah. Uh, this is the uh, adaptation of the musical Wicked from Broadway, uh, which is the, the prequel to The Wizard of Oz. And it's a two-parter. Directed like, by the guy who did Crazy Rich Asians and... Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He do In the Heights. It's, it's John M. Chu. He did In the Heights, Gem and the Holograms, and G.I. Joe Retaliation. And do we see Ariana Grande's... Did I get her name right? Yes. Yeah. Do we see her, her star has fallen? She's, For sure. And she's I mean, Glinda. She's ruined a Glinda. marriage because of this movie. Do we think people even care? 
I don't know. And it just it, okay. If this the, were made in the early two thousands, this film may have had a shot. The, the people who care about this movie will hate this movie. That same thing's happening. It's right going to feature with, at least two new songs. The, that's the same thing's happening with Mean Girls the musical, right? The people who are going to like it don't because it's not true to the source material. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're oh. going to be like, why would you not just go see the Broadway show? Well, and they said, this is what this is what the director said. He said, as we prepared the production over the last year, it became impossible to wrestle the story of Wicked into a single film without doing some real damage to it. And I'm like, you know how many other musicals managed to pull it off in a single film? Yep. You're not special, Wicked. It's not like the musical of Wicked is four hours long. No. So. And so we, I, spoiler alert. Is this a spoiler alert? The first movie is going to end with Defying Gravity. That's where the movie oh, ends. Oh, so for that's, sure that's it is. The in, ends in intermission. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it makes sense. That's what they're doing. Of course. And then my last pick is Mufasa the Lion King. Kent, you already talked about it. Starring, quote unquote, Seth Rogen and Billy Eichner. Oh, good. They're coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Timon and Pumbaa. And then they got uh, Aaron Pierre and Kevin Harrison Jr. who are doing the young versions of King Mufasa and the Brother Star. Why would Timon and Pumbaa be in that story? Apparently, they're going to be like giving color commentary. Yeah. They're going to be giving color commentary. Like Lion King one and a half. half. Yeah, exactly. I'm not a fan of prequels. I'm not a fan of live action. You know, household name Mikey was to have. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. Uh, by the way, the, the person who's doing the voice for Scar confirmed that the, the film will explore Scar's backstory, portraying him in a, quote, hilarious and very, very spicy way. What? I don't know what that means, but I don't like the description. I hate it. So, yeah. Was uh, he always named Scar? Or yeah. did he just change his name? Because uh, that's we'll, real rude. I we'll think find out that, at was, the end of this I, year. His name was Jeremy, I think, when he was yeah. born. He's like... I hate my name. I got scratched now. I'm scar. Jeremy Irons. <laughs> oh, yes. wow. Yep. There you go. Right. Okay. That's all things that we want to flop. But maybe succeed. They probably are going to make a lot of money. But what's what's a surefire flop, gentlemen? Zach, you start us off with this one. Oh, let's start with this one. Well, you know who is the voice of all of our lives? You know who is the voice in our heads? That, that, that you know, that. For our that, lives? Yeah. It's just, it, you know, when you think, it's actually Chris Pratt's voice. In your head all the time. <laughs> no. Chris Pratt is the voice of everything. Stop it. He is the voice of your Legos. He is the voice of your video games. He's stolen and he everything. He is the voice of your lasagna-loving cat. Because Garfield, the, the Garfield movie starring Chris Pratt as Garfield, I is... I forgot he was the voice in that. ...going to flop. Because nobody wants this, and we were tired of... you know Somehow, Mario made a bunch of money. I don't know, because it's a beloved franchise, and it was a beautiful movie that just so happened to have Chris Pratt in it. Right. If Chris Pratt is the only draw to Garfield, if Bill Murray couldn't do it, he sure can't. Garfield will flop. Yeah. What did you say last year? I had The Flash. Oh, so did I. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, well, I got we that one right. Zach, you stole my thunder once again, because mine is the untitled fourth Bad Boys film. Oh. Mm-hmm. Because Bad I Bad Boys just, 4 Life 4. And they should, the thing is, they said Bad Boys for Life in the previous movie. Guys, remember? Remember when this was the highest grossing American movie in 2020 with only 426 million? It was the highest grossing in America. What? It was like Bad Boys for Life and then whatever Pixar movie. And I know the studios are like, hey, look at that. That made so much money. It was the number one. And it's like, no. It was a fluke. That was 2020. That's crazy. That all, was we, a crazy all we had year. was two weeks of a Pixar movie and the Harley Quinn thing. Oh, yeah, and right. I just think that Will Smith has lost a little bit of his luster has in he? the past few years. Okay. And you know, you know, there's going to be some joke or reference by Martin Lawrence in that movie about someone slapping someone. Yeah. They're going to be self-depreciating and edgy, but it's just not going to work. Ugh. Bad Boys for Life. No, Bad Boys 4, the sequel to Bad Boys for Life, will flop. Bad I'm Boys so four, confused. Bad Boys forever. I'm going to go take yeah. a nap. It's going to happen. Yeah. Bad Boys Forever. Uh, last year I said Dungeons and Dragons, and sadly oh. I was right. It's very good. It's Yeah, but that's a bad one. Like, it's it's uh, unfortunate. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Because that's a good movie. Yeah, it's surprisingly a good movie, yeah. right? This year, Argyle. 
Like the trailer is so okay. what? aggressively off putting. Let's, let's talk about what? Flop. Let's talk about flop though. Okay, okay. Okay, so so no flop, one care. I think, that's what I'm saying. I think flop implies that th- this should be big and it's and it's not going to be. Yeah. Argoyle is it looks awful. The cast and is it's stacked. not gonna make any money. Yeah. But it just looks I annoying. With both I love Sam Rockwell. I love Henry Cavill. The cat, Joel. The bad the, CGI the CG cat. cat. Let's hope they sonic that thing. <laughs> sonic the hedgehog the cat. I want this to do well enough, and I don't think that like they're going to be really disappointed. How much do they put in the budget? Maybe eighty million. Like it's not going to be this three hundred million dollar movie that loses a ton. But I just don't think people will care. I think people are kind I of annoyed disagree. by the trailer. It may be on my. It's going to be on his list. Okay, okay. I'm excited. Hey Joel, I'm not saying I want it to fail. I think it will. I'm just like I think it will. All right, our final category is our most anticipated movies. Let's let's end on a positive note. Yes, what we're actually yeah, looking absolutely. forward to. Looking over the whole year. Now, we are going to go into more detail as we get into the various seasons. We do our summer movie preview, our, our fall. fall movie preview, but just overall, what are you looking forward to? Looking ahead. Start with you, Joel. We're going to go five to one. Yes. So last year, I, I said Barbie, which I gave two stars. Renfeld, which I didn't see it because Kent said it was terrible. Yeah. Um, I'm saving it for Halloween. I probably still will watch it. Mission Impossible 7, part one. I gave uh, 3.5 stars. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, I gave 3.5 stars. And Oppenheimer, I gave 3.5 stars. Okay. So nothing so, that blew nothing you wow. But yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it wasn't good. a wow in movies last year. Yeah. Uh, but night number five is one Zach already called out. It's Jungle Bunch Operation Meltdown. <sighs> it's all jokes. This is a sequel to the 2017 French animated superhero comedy film. You guys remember that? I forgot, yeah. I forgot about it. Yeah, jokes. we watched it. No, for the my show. Number, my number five is A Quiet Place, day one. Now, why? Are you curious? I am curious because I really, 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 really like the first, or love the first one. Yeah, of course. The second one, still solid. And I thought, could they actually pull off a, a trilogy of these movies that actually is good? Zach, you bring up a very good point, though, that they already did explore day one in a very horrifying sequence to me. I think that Quiet Place Part 2. The, the day one sequence in Quiet Place 2 is very good. Yeah. A different angle, though. It's not the same family that we've no. been following. No, this, no. One has, this one has uh, Le, but Le, it's, Lupita Nyong'o. Oh, we get other Joseph people. Quinn, Alex yeah. Story. You're right. Digimon. It's Digimon Honsu. And Dennis O'Hare. The plot is plot under wraps, but this comes out in June, and it's just kind of a, I think. Do you think pretty, they're cool. keeping the plot pretty quiet? I think so. <laughs> see. Uh, yeah. But yeah, A Quiet Place Day One, I'm intrigued enough to put it on my list. Okay. Last year, I had Spider-Verse, which I liked. I'm just ready to see the the finality of it because yeah, I'm actually holding off on my final final ranking. I know, right? The other half. John Wick Four, which I love, Dune Two, um, didn't happen. Dune, boom. Oppenheimer and Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning. Uh, this year, my number five is a movie called Hitman, and this uh, release date is unknown. They're premiering this at Sundance in just a week. This is with the um, bald guy in the suit. Yeah, uh huh. It's Agent Forty Seven. Yeah. No, this has Glenn Powell in it. Glenn Powell from Top Gun Maverick. I love his lake. Who is kind of like a forgettable white guy, but he's like really charismatic. They are really trying to make Glenn Powell happen, and I actually hope it works. It won't, though. Because <sighs> he's like a little too crisp, I think. Pratt. Did you know <laughs> Did you know he's in The Dark Knight Rises? What? Go back and look at the scene where Bane shows up at the stock exchange. The guy, he's like, there, there's no money here. He said, then why are you people here? It's Glenn Powell. Check oh, it out. Really? Yeah. See, I already forgot about him. Yep. That's a problem. Forgettable, white, forgettable white Yeah, guy. exactly. So anyways. Oh, uh, I these, remember him. So Hitman is directed by Richard Linklater, who I love very much. And this uh, the synopsis is, a Professor Moonlighting is a hitman of sorts for his city police department descends into dangerous, dubious territory when he finds himself attracted to a woman who enlists his services. This one already has advanced buzz that is very, very good. And so I'm excited to see it. I'll probably see it within the week. And I'll let you guys... Hipster pick. I'll let you know about it. It is my hipster pick. When does this one come out? It says release date unknown. I think someone has to buy it first. Mm. It'll probably be summer. Okay. 
Zach, what did you choose for last year? Last year, I don't know exactly what I chose because I have six options here, so I might have just cheated. I don't know. I had Barbie, Knock at the Cabin, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, Mario Brothers movie, Dungeons and Dragons, and Oppenheimer, and I saw most of those. Nice. I'm proud of you. Good for you. uh, Actually, no, I saw all of them, and I liked all of them, but this year, you guys are going to... You, I'm, I get this is an off the wall Zach pick. Yes, from director Robert Eggers. Give me Nosferatu. There we go. Oh. Ah, a gothic tale of obsession between a haunted young woman and the terrifying vampire infatuated with her, causing untold horror in its wake. Just the remake of a silent movie from the 20s that I didn't with, with Pennywise in it that I didn't love that Joel made me watch, but I appreciated. And there are things uh, that I really liked about it, and I so. Nosferatu is basically a ripoff of Dracula. Yes. And I'm here for, a, you know, a modern interpretation of the story. And Robert Eggers, who has done what? The Vivitch. Have you seen any Robert the Eggers Lighthouse. movies? I have seen The Lighthouse. And? Uh, uh, I've seen it. Okay. I, I'm, I don't know that I'm... Oh, The North... But, he did The Northman as but well. You, oh, yeah. I, you, I, I love The Northman. You know he has the artistic talent to pull yes. something incredible yes. off. Yes. Right? I've, seen, I've seen scenes of The Vivitch. Um, I've, I've seen the lighthouse and I've seen the Northman. He clearly has, he's got a, a flair that I appreciate and I think will work really well with Nosferatu. So I am actually weirdly looking forward to that. Also starring, uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson and Willem Dafoe. I, I'm in, I think it's going to be cool. Okay. Joel, yes. what's your number four? My number four is Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey 2. Oh. Didn't see the first one. Looks like the second I one. I hear you don't need to. Uh, yeah. They, they stand alone. Oh, bother. Uh, no, my number four pick is Civil War. Uh, this comes out in April. This uh, will be a weird one. Yes, and it's in the near future. A team of journalists oh, travel is a across. Joke. No, this is real. Okay, yeah. In the near future, a team of journalists travel across the United States during a, a rapidly escalating civil war that has engulfed the entire nation. And this is directed by Alex Garland, who did Ex Machina. And that is one of the things where I went, okay, okay, okay. I'm, I'm with you there. But then I've always felt that way with every movie he's done. And then I saw Men. And I was like, "Oh no!" Every di- every director can have a lemon, but this is also sure. an A twenty four movie, Ken. So I'm 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 expecting it on one of your lists. My, my favorite thing is that the country secedes at some point, like it divides, yes. and I think it's California and Texas, Texas. unite. Yes, <laughs> which were, I was like, "What?" But you know, they did that to be politically neutral, and they needed to do that. And so, but the thing is, this the trailer for this movie for Civil War stressed me out. Yeah, but I in agree. a good way. And there's a scene there with Jesse Plemons where I'm like. That is why I watch movies with Jesse Plemons. When he him. says, I don't see how that could be profitable for Frito-Lay. Well, either that or when he... <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's like when he's like, we're Americans. He's like, what kind of Americans? Yeah, yeah. And no. He's like, oh, that's creepy. So it, it could get weird and it could get political, but I it did the trailer intrigue me enough. I think it will have to walk that fine line of knowing where it is politically mm-hmm. so that everyone can watch and enjoy it. And everyone can get their own interpretation from it. Yes. So like, that's calling this person out. No, it's calling this person out. Yeah. That's how people it's calling it. all of us out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Civil war. My number four has been mentioned. It's Nosferatu. And this one comes out Christmas day yeah. this year. I cannot wait for this one uh, there from what they're saying. And obviously they're going to hype up their own movie, but they're saying Bill Skarsgård, who is already a scary looking dude. Yeah. Plays Count Orlock so well. It's, it's it. so creepy. I think the noir lighting in this movie is going to be pitch perfect. Cannot wait. Can, can I come? You want to come to this movie? On Christmas Day? Yeah, Christmas Day. Big yeah. till Christmas yeah. Day? No, you'll get a screener a week before. No, maybe not. We'll see yeah. how it goes. I'll let you know. Can I come to the screening? You you may come. Thank you. Okay. 
Zach, what about you? What's your number four? Um, a little bizarre. Uh, video game movies have a terrible track record. Uh, but, not anymore. Not anymore. But they, they have had a good run the last few years. Yeah. I think there is a chance. And there is a movie coming out called Borderlands, a feature film based on the popular video game set on the abandoned fictional planet of Pandora, where people search for a mysterious relic. Directed by Eli Roth. You know, the hostile guy. That's why I'm worried about it. I'm a little bit worried about that. Mm. But the cast is encouraging. So it's got Haley Bennett, which, okay, fine. But Kevin Hart, uh-oh. Okay, but it's got Kate Blanchett. Yeah, it does. It's got Jamie Lee Curtis. It's got Jack Black as Claptrap, who is a, an annoyingly fun character, and other people who you may have heard of. The, the world of Borderlands, um, I don't love the video games because I don't particularly love the gameplay, but I think that the charm is in this bizarre world, um, and it does come with a bizarre art style. I think there's potential here for something interesting. So I'm mm-hmm. not going to say, I don't think it's going to be super successful. I think, again, Eli Roth might be the, as, as the director might be the weak point here, but I'm really curious. But if Kate Blanchett looked at the script and was like, okay. Yeah, Kate Blanchett is an encouraging part. The and house, with, and house with the Clock in Its Walls. Ocean's 8. House with the Clock in Its Walls <laughs> is not bad. What are you talking about? It's not good. It's got Jack Black too. He's She's the best it. part of it. Jack Black's good. I'm just mostly curious on this one. Yep. I anticipate it because I, I'm just morbidly curious on what it could be. My number three is not another church movie. Guys, this is a knockoff of Tyler Perry movies and features Wait, a character called Taylor Harry. And Jamie Foxx plays God and Mickey Rourke plays the devil. Mickey this Rourke? Is, is a real movie? This is a real movie. It's not a real pick, though. Oh, wow. Because it looked terrible. Uh, my number three pick is actually uh, probably Kent's number one. Let's just say it. Furiosa, a Mad Max saga. Okay. So the synopsis, the origin story of the renegade warrior Furiosa before her encounter and team up with Mad Max directed by George Miller, who did the happy feet movies and babe pig in the city. Thank um, you for choosing those. Yes. Uh, and, and Anya Taylor joy <laughs> is going to be in the lead here. So I think it's going to be a real draw for Zach as well. Although did they digitally enlarge her eyes? Like, they looked really big. No, I think her. I think she lost weight for the role, so her face is somehow like even more slight. Honestly, I thought I was watching Elite Battle Angel for a while there. Like it was just wide angle crazy. lenses. I don't know. And she doesn't look much like Charlize Theron. In she my doesn't. Opinion. She doesn't. Fury Road really impressed me, but the Mad Max franchise also has had its blunders in the past. But I do think that Furiosa. Mad Are Max you saying Saga, Thunderdome's not great? It's not. It's better than the first movie. Actually, the first part was kind yeah. of boring. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think that Mad Max or Furiosa Mad Max Saga, which I don't think they needed to say a Mad Max Saga. They no. could just have Furiosa go with that. Because yep. I, I don't think Mad Max is going to even be in this movie. But I'm interested in seeing it because, hey, I was impressed with Free Road. Right. Uh, my number three is Mickey 17. Have you guys heard of this at all? Yes. No. Okay. Is this a sequel to Mickey 7? Uh, Mickey 16, actually. I don't know. <laughs> which came out after Mickey 15. Okay. Yeah. This one that was supposed to come out in March and then they pushed it back to Unknown. Which makes me a little bit sad. Okay. Mickey 17. So it's directed by Bong Joon-ho, who oh. did Parasite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this stars Robert Pattinson and several people in it. Well, dang, I'm in. So basically, he's an expendable space traveler sent on a certain death mission to colonize an ice world. So when one of his... So he's like clones, right? Hoth. When one Mickey dies, another is cloned in his place with most of his memories intact. Moon. Effectively, effectively rendering him immortal. Yeah, it's going to be a sci-fi movie that we've kind of seen similar things of before, mm-hmm. but with the director and the talent, I'm pretty excited. I'm intrigued, you hipster. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Zach, what about you? Okay, this is a uh, this is a risky pick. I think this movie's going to be terrible, but I'm anticipating it. Um, this is coming out fairly soon. Uh, this is the Fall Guy. 
This is... St- well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, <laughs> I wonder. But I've been seen with Farrah. Uh, this is this is starring Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt. Uh, Colt Seavers is a stuntman who left the business... Hold on. Ryan... Ryan Gosling's playing a stuntman. Huh. Hmm. Weird. Um, uh, he's a stuntman who left the business a year earlier to focus on both his physical and mental health. He's drafted back into service when the star of a mega-budget studio movie, which is being directed by his ex, goes missing. Dun, dun, dun. It's going to be fun. I feel like this is, hey, what if Drive was entertaining and kind of fun? <laughs> what? What if, what if Drive was... A fun movie. I watch Ken's angry eyebrows just go. <laughs> I like what? Drive just fine. It's just moody, right? What if it was? It's of a being, good film. I like it. Mm. I like. I Drive. now hate the Fall Guy because of you. It, but this feels like an alternate version, like an no, alternate I hear you. script I totally, of Drive. I yeah. Um, but it's directed by David Le- Leach. Is that yeah. his name? Mm-hmm. So uh, he has directed. I mean, he directed John Wick, uh, Bullet Train, Atomic Blonde, and Hobbs and Shaw. That's that's probably an uncredited director. Uncredited of, of John Wick. He, he was involved with the directorial. Yes. He's efforts. a stuntman who became an actor mm-hmm. uh, director of, of John Wick. I I feel like this has potential to be pretty fun with good action. Um, I'm not the biggest Emily Blunt fan in the world, as you guys we know, know. But in the trailer, it seemed like this is a perfect role for her. And I I like the idea of Ryan Reynolds getting to have a little bit of fun. Ryan, Ryan Gosling. Gosling. Dang it. I did it again. It's all good. I like the idea of Ryan Gosling being able to have a little bit of fun. I, I think this could be a good movie, but, you know, it comes out in March, so I don't have super high hopes. All right, Joel. For my number two, most anticipated uh, for the year, Zach, I'm, I'm driving in your lane right now because I'm picking Saw 11. Oh, I love the Saw franchise. Yes. He really uh, does. I though. have not seen three through 10, but maybe 11 is going to be good. I don't know. It will. No, actually, my, my number two pick is The Fall Guy. Uh, oh, cool. And, yeah, and I, I just think I was a fan of the TV series as a kid, and the movie seems to have comedy and action that looked very interesting, and I, I anticipate a lot of practical stunts because this is done by stuntmen, so I think it's going to be yeah. a, a fun movie to watch. And like you mentioned, David Leach has directed things like Atomic Blonde, Hobbs and Shaw, and the Celine Dion Ashes music video. Oh, so nice. Definitely some Ashes, Celine Dion? Stop. Nope. <laughs> But yeah, Fall Guy's my number two. It comes out in May. Uh, my number two is Furiosa. Yeah, two. Yeah, yeah that's my number two. Number two. Okay. Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't try to guess. Don't. Don't. I can't guess. Don't try to look I'm, into the I future. Can't, I don't think I've heard any of your movies you've mentioned so far. Uh, okay. I think I know what your number one is. Uh, Zach does for sure. Don't try to guess. Zach, what's your number two? My number two is Furiosa. Okay, there you go. Because my number one is look probably your number one. Matchy guys, little matchy matchy. Uh, it's so it's cute. I we're cute. And George Miller, I trust after after Mad Max. I I think I I have real. The guy cautions. did Happy Feet and Happy Feet too. I like Happy Feet. Oh. <laughs> I think uh, that it. I have worries about Furiosa. I think it might not hold a candle to Mad Max. But what if it does? Mm-hmm. I thought that Mad Max looks or that uh, Fury Road looks stupid, and I was wrong. Right. So I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. I think this is going to be a good movie. Number two, Furiosa. What's your number? Do you have any, do we yeah, do honorable so mentions here? Quick, yeah, yeah. This is where we do a little honorable mentions. I, I want to put out there, you know what? Ghostbusters Afterlife wasn't terrible, so Ghostbusters Frozen Empire maybe go, maybe. Uh, I also, Nosferatu. Feels like DLC, list. but that's okay. It kind of does, but yeah. at the same time, I was like, yeah, yeah. sure. Nosferatu is on there too. And then if, for some reason, that doesn't trigger me as a family film, uh, I don't get to pick those a lot, but I went, you know what? If uh, uh, John Krasinski's involved, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, who I like, Kent. Ryan uh, Gosling. Okay. Ryan Reynolds. Mm. Right, it's right, Reynolds. Don't confuse me, <laughs> uh, but I, I do think that uh, that if, if might be fun. 
So that's my honorable mentions. You guys got honorable mentions? Uh, Joker Folly Adieu, The Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare. And that's directed by Guy Ritchie and stars Henry Cavill. Gladiator 2. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Once I, I again, this could be one. like Beetlejuice, where <laughs> we just didn't need to see it. Alien Romulus and the Rebel Moon's Snyder Cut. Specifically, the Snyder Cuts. Zach, what about you? What is a Snyder Cut deal? And now it's everything. What's going on? I now don't know your number one. Because you just mentioned one that I thought it would okay. be your number one. How about uh, Godzilla... X-Kong, the new empire. Uh, okay, here's the deal. I don't want the humans to talk, but right. I will take more Godzilla and Kong on the screen because I think they are the the best example of big, dumb CGI. Oh, I agree. So it looks good. For that, I'm excited for that movie. And then Joker Folly Adieu as well. Don't see that before you see Godzilla Minus One. Okay. Joker Folly Adieu? <laughs> yeah. I, I will exactly. see Godzilla Minus Lady One. Lady Gaga's in that too. Ah. <laughs> he actually fights a giant Lady Gaga. <laughs> King Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> Godzilla versus King Gaga. <laughs> I'd watch that. But All right. So now we're on one. to our number one pick. And you guys are going to think I'm an idiot. I, I feel like an idiot for picking it. But it's uh, Peppa's Cinema Party. Peppa. Peppa. Marky, guys, marking the start of the 20th anniversary celebration for Peppa Pig, the global preschool phenomenon, the hour-long cinema experience offers 10 exclusive never-before-and-seen Peppa Pig season 10 episodes, including a three-part wedding party special. We're like, we're she's almost- getting married? Is she? <laughs> We're almost on 10 years of this. Yeah. yeah the jokes? Yeah. Almost. Yeah. And I hate how Next excited year. he gets. 10 years. Yes. <laughs> no, I actually do feel a little sheepish about my pick now because I picked Argyle for number one, guys. Uh, number one? My number one was Argyle. Is, is it, it, is it, it honestly because the trailer won me over, even with the bad kitty CGI? Is it Henry Cavill's flat top? That was one of those off-putting things where I went, why they make... I, and I think Emily put it best where she went, she did the uh, Godfather gif of, look what they did to my, my boy. boy. <laughs> is it the story within a story? Like, what draws you in? Uh, Sam Rockwell draws me in. Okay, totally. Henry Cavill draws me in. Yeah. Matthew Vaughn being the director, the guy who directed uh, Stardust, uh, Kickers, uh, X-Men First Class, and Kingsman. Yeah. He has you a track record. bad movies, but that's okay. I know. Every yeah. director Discount has Discount guy, sure. Richie. Yeah. And then I just thought that I liked the idea of the book someone is writing coming to life in a, in a weird way. Yeah. I like Bryce Dallas Howard as well. Me too. Dua Lipa look beautiful. Mm-hmm. But that's not the point. The point is, is that this movie was one of those, where I have no idea what this is. I don't even care about this. And I watched the trailer and I went, I want to see that. And I, I I hate that you two are bashing on it. Is this it, getting it a, me. a theater release? Or is yes. this going February to Apple? 2nd. Because I believe it's an Apple Plus movie. And it will go I think it's on coming out in theaters show. for a bit. Okay. So, yeah. Um, I think it could be fun. I think the cat kills it for me. The, the so cat I, part was coming up towards the camera. I went, what are you doing? I hope that's not a huge element of it. To me, this is a movie that is a cross between Stranger Than Fiction with Will Ferrell mm-hmm. and a movie that nobody has seen but me called Mr. Right, starring Sam Rockwell. Oh, great movie. Uh, Sam Rockwell as a uh, as a hitman. Yeah, and so Nana when Kendrick. I saw Sam Rockwell in this movie, I went, oh my gosh, it's Mr. Right. I remember the poster for that. It's, check it out. It's good. Joel, do you want to come to the screening? Yeah, it's PG-13. Okay. I'm down. Let's do it. Uh, my right. number one is an obvious choice. What did I miss? We've been waiting so long. Oh, Tune. For Tune. It's Tune. I, I just overlooked it. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's coming out. This one comes out March 1st, and we were meant to see it last winter. I, I admittedly forgot about this. I know. I, no, I didn't put it on there because it's going to get pushed back again. Stop it. That makes me so well, sad. It's in November. Yeah, it's in. We don't need to know about the plot because then I'll go into like multiple paragraphs of exposition. Nobody needs to hear that. But I'm excited to see what I think will be part two of three mm. so uh yeah just excited to see i think the story expand more and i think the action expand more than it ha- than it showed in the first one so very very excited 
Zach, what about you? What's your number one? Most anticipated movie of the year. I went, mine was a weird list this year. This is not a Zach it, list. It was a weird list. Of, this is a yeah. weird year. Honestly, the, no I was tune looking, at all? I didn't put tune. I haven't seen Wone. Oh, okay, Wone. okay. Wone? <laughs> Wone. <laughs> Wone. Wone and tune. Sorry, I haven't. But I want to. I will. And then I'll be excited. I've always planned on seeing Wone before tune. Okay. <laughs> Please don't. Okay, no, this one, I, I I love the idea. I think Guy Ritchie has a really spotty track record. You mentioned it in your honorable mentions, Kent. Yeah. But I'm very curious about the Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare. Um, the synopsis so far says the British military recruits a small group of highly skilled soldiers to strike against Nazi forces behind enemy lines during World War II. So the idea of Guy Ritchie making a World War II movie starring Henry Cavill, who in, in early photos looks Awesome. Awesome. By the way, big mustache, big beard. The, the concept, I guess, of Guy Ritchie doing a more serious movie with adding a little bit of flair mm-hmm. and doing a World War II story. That, again, that has piqued my curiosity. Sure. Enough What's the name of it? It is The Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare. I don't know if I saw this one in my it, There's no, it, there's no, no trailer or anything. Not a trailer yet. There are some photos. When it come out? Uh, it comes out in April, April 19th, 2024. Please bless, because I, I haven't seen I anything feel about like it. it. It'll be pushed back. If it's saying that that's that soon, and all we have is a couple of set photos, I would imagine we'll see a delay. Okay. Not loving the title. Too wordy. That's very They guy, should make it easy. It, it is very Guy Ritchie. It's very Guy Ritchie. Also, the, the largest man that there is is in this movie. Uh, Dave Bautista? Uh, Reacher. What's his name? Oh, oh Alan Richson. Alan Richson. Yeah. yeah. He, he's also in it. He's so big. Uh, Twitter's Batman. Everybody wants him for Batman. Yeah. I don't know about that. I'm curious. And uh, I think it could be cool. Or it could be one of the bad guy Richie movies. That happens. That It'll be good. Happen. Okay, great picks, everybody. Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill's so cool. He's so cool. In Argyle. So really quick, just to run through my five. One more time. That was A Quiet Place Day 1, Civil War, Furiosa, a Mad Max Saga, Fall Guy, and Argyle. Kent? I have Hitman, Nosferatu, Mickey 17, Furiosa, and Tune. The sequel to Tune. <laughs> I have a Nosferatu. Borderlands, What If Drive Was Funny, uh, The Fall Guy, Furiosa, A Mad Max Saga, and The Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare. There you go. So let us know if you have movies you're looking forward to, as well as any of the other predictions that we made on this episode. Let us know on Facebook. Let us know on Instagram. Let us know on Twitter your predictions. And hey, you may end up getting a bowl of soup or half a bowl of soup, depending if Kent's feeling generous. All right. But before we go, we'd like to thank our uh, patron groups. So we have I am the listener category. We have Taylor Sanderson, Sir and Madam Hicks, Shannon West, Ryan and Marley, Rocky and Steph, Lady Terry Finley, Juice, the Cooler King Swallow, Jennifer Kilkowski, Every Kind of People is Robert Palmer's best song, Scott Sprague, Dave Kelly, Casey Cummings, Briggs is off to preach a good word, Angela Plotz, Andrew is literally Ryan Gosling, Alicia Bass, and Adam and Rachel Crump. And from the Bacon Council, we have the other Brit, Johnny English, the one, the only, Chris Anderson, Stephen, everyone's favorite, Ross, Star Wars expert, Kyler, our favorite couple of the Madsons, Nicole D. Kale, Her Royal Highness, Jessica Terry, Glocalen Daniel, Debbie Foster, and Beaker. Thank you, patrons. You are the Shohei Otani to our Dodgers. I love that one. <laughs> Sell out. Show hey. Sell out. But if you want to find me, you can find me at 76 Joel on Twitter. You can find me performing with the Quickwits. They perform at the Midvale Performing Arts Center. For more details, go to qwcomedy.com or go to the Quickwits Facebook page. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Kenny3DD. You can read my movie reviews at showtimeshowdown.com. If you'd like to connect with me, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at Tumbling Mustard. But more importantly, make sure you're following Bacon Sale. Go ahead and like that Facebook page and then follow at Bacon Sale on Twitter and Instagram. And then after you've done that, visit tpublic.com slash bacon sale where you can get yourself some merch. We had a meeting we talked about adding more stuff whether it happens or not we'll see 
tpublic.com slash bacon sale and patreon.com is the place if you want to support us further there's all sorts of fun benefits if you want to you know get the bacon bits that we can start having nothing to talk about and then talk for 30 minutes for some reason mm-hmm. happens regularly patreon.com slash bacon sale so until next time i'll be watching my favorite basketball player giannis on take are you a beatboxer <laughs> You hold on. This is a sweeping statement that Ska was, has ever died. The yeah. 12 people that liked it in the 90s still like it today. John Tatum and A24 would love it. But, but I think I'm talking that like I work for them, which I do, by the way. Cut out, cut out the Amber Heard joke. Didn't work. He looks so sad. And I feel like she's gaslighting the world. Where did this California tattoo come from? Ooh, okay. I'm going to get mad again. Again? I'm not going to. Sure, babe. Flesh and Blood anime sounds like a subgenre of anime that I should not be watching. Hey, who's available for a photo shoot and an interview? It feels that way. D and delightful. Um, okay. I'll tell you what his biggest problem was. His rat He's, face. Just because this is our tabloid episode doesn't mean you can get catty. He's, Watch out for those sneaky Texans. I like looking at rosters and making guesses. Tell us a lot about sports. I like too. I like cities. Ante Monica well, we may have to share some soup. I hate my name. I got scratched now, Scar. Hey, what if Drive was entertaining and kind of fun? <laughs> what? What if? What if Drive was a fun movie? I watched Ken's angry eyebrows just go. <laughs> I've always planned on seeing one before two. <laughs> Barbie was the biggest box office winner.